Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey! Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. Oh, it's it's Wednesday. Yay! It's hump day, Scott's favorite day. My very favorite day. Uh-huh. Our buddy Rafe Williams is here this morning again. Hello. We were just talking about that new Netflix documentary. Uh, Dude, it's great. The, what's it? The hatchet-wielding hitchhiker? Yeah, it's I think it's that's what great. it's called. So far, so far, it's great. What, um, a, what a wild story. Well, don't, don't, don't blow it, because I really don't know much. I remember when it first happened, just the, the, the initial interview with the guy and how it went viral. Yeah, we covered it on the old show <laughs> uh, when it happened. Yeah. And and we we played the audio of of him being interviewed. So it, the story goes, and I forget this was back in 2011, 2012? Mm, yeah, sounds about right. So he was hitchhiking. He was picked up by some maniac. The maniac went nuts, wound up slamming into, on purpose, a construction vehicle or a construction zone. He gets out of the car, this maniac, and starts choking <laughs> on a woman. Well, don't, remember, don't forget, he slammed into... A guy and pinned a oh. guy to some construction equipment. Tried to kill him. Then got out and tried to st- started choking a woman that was trying to help the guy who was pinned. Right. Who thought it was just an accident. So the hitchhiker gets out of the car. He happens to have a hatchet on him and smashes the guy who's choking the woman in the head with the hatchet. Mind you, there's a guy pinned between a car who's now crashed into him <laughs> and, and, and and a and whatever it was, a dump truck or something. I think it was a dump truck. Oh, my gosh. Then you got a guy who's choking out some bystanding lady, and then 
A guy gets hit three times with a hatchet in the head. Nobody died. That's crazy. Nobody really? died. I just imagine wow. them interviewing the hatchet wielding hitchhiker while the guy's in the background still pinned. <laughs> still pinned. And he's like, hey, uh, guys. <laughs> oh, that, that's what happened. Because there, the, there was some part of the interview where, where this guy <clears throat> well, is, here, is I, talking. I have the audio. The corner of McKinley and Marks. A man claiming his Jesus plows his car into a PG&E oh, yeah, worker, pinning him against his truck because the worker was black. The man's passenger, who had a hatchet and innocent bystanders, come to the rescue. Comes driving down this way. He he's is. like, you know what? I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ and I can do anything I want to. Oh. And watch this. Bam! And he smashed into this guy right there, pinned him in between that truck. Homeless hitchhiker Kai was in the passenger seat. Homeless hitchhiker Kai. <laughs> this is the actual news report. This yeah, is yeah, the yeah. actual so, news report. And, oh, and by the way, his parents named him that. The news reporter yeah. that's there on the scene, it's his first day. He's a sports guy. Yeah, he's a sports guy. This is the he's first a sports time, guy. This is the first time he's done. And they were Man, short. He's they been were... chasing that dragon for about 10 years. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, they were short-staffed, and they sent him out. He's like, what is it today? Oldsmobile when this all went down. Tanya Baker and her daughter, Ginger Miller Peraza, were two of the first to run over and help. <clears throat> My mom ran to the driver to make sure he yeah. was okay because we thought maybe it was just an accident or something, and I ran straight to the PG&E man. This was far from an accident, and the ordeal was far from over. The guy just went crazy oh, and was trying to pull the wait guy to, from underneath the, the car in the truck, and then he gets in his car and tries to move the car in that, and we weren't going to let him do it. If you started driving that car around again, man, there would have been a hell of a lot of bodies around here. He hell just kept saying he was Jesus Christ and he's going to save all of us and that, but the we have to get... Up. He used the N-word, meaning the black people in that. He said we need to get them off of the earth. The African-American PG&E worker was rushed to the hospital and underwent surgery for non-life-threatening injuries. And he wasn't the only person that the crazy driver went after. When he put me in a bear hug and started beating the crap out of me, for what reason, we still don't know. These two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. Like a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. So I ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. <laughs> That's the part that went viral. The smash, yeah. smash, smash. Yeah. It was a monster smash. <laughs> okay, so you pick up a hitchhiker and you see he's got an axe. Do Hatch you put him in your car? Hatch it. <laughs> but also, like, Survivor that's the least crazy guy in the car. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the that's funniest coming. part to me is, like, I picked up a hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. And I got to tell you. Compared to the driver, pretty level-headed guy. Yeah, dude, it's, it was dude. so funny. They were talking about the Stephen Colbert report on it uh, afterwards, and, and Stephen ends like the segment with, and this is the one time where everyone was so happy that the homeless hitchhiker had a hatchet. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. Uh, pretty wild. Uh, Have you seen the documentary? I haven't seen the documentary. Oh, I've dude. I've actually done a deep dive on like how it I know how it turns out, but I won't ruin it. Don't for ruin it for him. I'm not going to. There is. Uh, it's wild. I know. That's I the tip of the iceberg, bro. <laughs> there is. That's the tip. Way more yeah, story. dude. I know. The crazy yeah, thing. So so they, wild. so they followed him, and like I mean, the guy went viral, uh, but he was like, you know, uh, homeless. He was hitchhiking like everywhere. So he, he's like a nomad. So he had no idea. And the and this and this reporter guy, this sports guy who looks hungover, by the way, on his first news. I'm sure report. he was. Because <laughs> he, you know, he sports guys. He he does. He looks hungover. He's the only one with this guy's like contact information, and he super like locks it down. Yeah. Like he doesn't let anybody get. He's a hold the gatekeeper. Of this guy. Yeah. He's like, Whoa. I'm gonna be the gatekeeper. 
I'm going to be the only guy with access to this dude. Because so everybody was, wanted him for yeah. an interview. Everybody. everybody. So what did he just like pivot and become Kai's agent? Basically. Kind of. Kinda. Dude, but basically. Like, and I he mean, probably got a good job. He's like, you know, I'll give this information if you hire me in New York. No, you know no, what? He, he, he didn't accept any money from him. No, I meant from other news groups or something if he moved up the... I don't think... I don't. Th- do, do, do. It doesn't say he monetized it. He was uh, almost trying to protect him in a way. Oh, yeah, that's so that's the, what I so gathered. Far. Even even throughout the documentary, just but imagine. This, but at the same time, he's like he's like directing. It. It's like okay, like Kimmel wants you, this guy wants you. Let's put you here. I mean, he's he's he was a manager. He was trying to manage the guy mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I'm sure. I just imagine like the, being your first day as a news person, and like, well, my first day, ex <laughs> uh, wheeling hitchhiker, smash, smash, smashed. Uh, <laughs> Crazy guy, thought he was Jesus, hated black people, pinned him against a car, and choked two women. And on my second day, a cake store opened. (laughs) (laughs) He's like chasing it. He's chasing it hard, dude. Where he's just like, third day, uh, I got to cut the ribbon at a new uh, Ben and Jerry's. Uh, (laughs) It's the the water skiing squirrel. What what city was it in? (laughs) Oh, man. What was it? It wasn't New Mexico. What what was it? It wasn't a huge city, right? No, I don't think so. Portland? No, I thought it was Southwest. Albuquerque, something like that. Stockton, Stockton. At one point, you went up to Stockton. Stockton. Is that that, that Southern California, right? Isn't that in the in the desert? I think so. But they found the guy. Kimmel wanted him on his show. Everybody wanted. Everybody wanted him. Kimmel wound up like finding the guy, bringing him to Los Angeles. The guy was, I mean, feral. I mean, (laughs) he he didn't know. Pretty wild. He didn't know manners. Pretty wild. What? But but super Wild. charismatic and like, oh, it's one of those sad. <laughs> I hate to say this, but uh, I guarantee I'm not the only one. It's one of those sad situations where when the guy starts talking, you're like, man, I like this guy, uh, you know. And, and when he says certain <clears throat> things, you go, yeah, he's he's right. That's a totally like way not center perspective. That's totally on. I'm digging this. You talking about Kai? Yeah, I'm oh, like, I, well. like I'm riding his wave, yeah. and then he'll say something else, and I go, whoa, whoa, <laughs> oh, wait a second, whoa, I I don't. I don't subscribe there. This is going to take a turn. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. But, but before he it takes a turn. He puts commas where there should be periods well, like, out of his. <laughs> I, I, don't know yeah. if, I don't know if the interview like starts it off, but his very first thing he says, it, when they're interviewing him right after he wheeled at a hatchet on a guy, he's, he turns to the camera and says something like, uh, hey, man, you're forgiven. Uh, just whoever's out there, you just need to hear this. Like, you're loved and you, you deserve to be loved. And like it's just like, like I said, like a, a, a wave that I'm riding. And then it says something else, and you go, no, no, don't this do is, that man, on yeah, Hollywood not, Boulevard. This is not going to spoil it. But towards the middle end of the documentary, somebody said, you know what? When you look at that original interview, this guy just got done hitting somebody in the head three or four times with a hatchet. Yes. I think three times with the uh, with the not sharp end and one time with the sharp end. Oh, really? And he's that calm. Yep. Something's up. Yeah. There were some red flags that people just <laughs> like, went ahead. I think because of the stuff you're talking about, he's like, yeah, love and light. <laughs> you're right, Kai. We all are good people. We all do deserve love. Just, I don't know about the part about the government being lizard people who drink pee and baby's blood, but I like the first part. <laughs> you just hit somebody yeah. in the head with a hatchet four saying. times. It's, yeah. But, but uh, you know, it, that that's the difficult part of watching the guy. You're like, wow, what a what a charismatic character. Something is, yeah. It get well. It gets wild, dude. Just <laughs> wild. Finish it today, uh, so we can talk yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs>
Finish it. Okay, well, Finish it. all the listeners out there, watch it. So watch it. Talk yeah, about it. Watch it and... How many uh, episodes? One. No, oh, it's, nice. yeah, it's, just it's a, one just a, it's a straight through thing. Okay. Yeah, I get like Guinea. I'll turn on, you know, put open up yeah, Netflix. He... And I'll go, ooh, a new documentary. That's how old I am. Ooh, a new documentary. <laughs> Let's Some see what... Ooh. Such garbage, though. That, what, what, didn't somebody... Uh, what was it? Uh... Uh, will um, did Will Arnett or somebody make like a documentary? This is documentary or something like that. Like oh, a, there's like documentary a, now. Documentary yes. now. Which that's is, it. Which, which is hilarious. Which, which is makes fun of just like the that's whole. Fred Armisen and, and Will Forte. The one about Will Forte. That's what it is. Yeah, the dude. That one's so funny. The Vice one. They do like a Vice parody. Because they're like, I'm Skyler and I'm Tyler, and we're going into Afghanistan war zone to talk to a drug dealer. Because it's always like these guys going like these frat dudes going into like right. uh, high pressure and they get yeah. killed like 13 times <laughs> through the episode <laughs> and they keep coming back as different frat guys like each <laughs> every time they get in a high pressure situation they just get murdered and it's so funny <laughs> it's man. so true it's so true it's just it's a mockumentary about the whole framework of all these ridiculous and yeah. different types yeah they yeah. do a good job like they do a great job going through the genres of like history documentaries yeah, and yeah. then like the, the vice production's crazy the vice style is kind of like cool you know i'm surprised that didn't really Get huge because well, what's Netflix going to push that? Netflix well, is, that is Netflix, literally their bread and butter. Is that Netflix that did that, or is that HBO? Is Max? the no, documentary I th- formula? I think it was on like TV. I think it was on like a weird. It was like street, on Bravo oh, or something. One of the street okay. or like it, I, you know, streamers IFC, picked it up, but FX, I think yeah, I think it might have been an IFC show. It's just like one of those channels people didn't have. It's not like a popular channel, which is why I think it didn't take off as much as it God, should. Do you have. remember when? Um, was it Mad Men was first on AMC? Yeah, dude. They like helped put them on a the map. Breaking Bad, it was AMC. Uh, Walking Dead Walking was, AMC. was AMC. AMC I remember when, controlled everything. When Mad Men was put on AMC, you go, what? Yeah, AMC used to be just like literally just John Wayne movies. Yeah. Yeah. It American was just classes. like, that was it. It was like John Wayne movies and maybe uh, Born on the Fourth of July once in a while. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, uh-huh. <clears throat> it's about to get raw on AMC. And then they took off. Yeah. AMC was my dad's channel until Breaking Bad. Yeah, American movie classics, right? Is that the yeah. what yeah. AMC stands for? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what. So every once in a while, the show is like a spaghetti western. Yep, it was like uh, what was it? Turner Classics? Turner Classic movies. Yeah, it was. That was the thing. And then Mad Men, you know, broke that channel wide open, and was, now they're was Mad Men first. I think so. I feel like Mad Men and Breaking Bad were like almost. Right at the same time. Right around the same time. I think Mad Men might have been first. It's a good one. You still haven't seen it, huh? I started watching it. Dude, it, I know it is slow, but it is so excellent. Nothing hooked me right away. Well, I watched the first season. <clears throat> I'm telling you, it's worth it. When have I steered you wrong? You're right. You got it, don't you? What? What's that? Mad Men 2007 and Breaking Bad 2008. Yeah, I kind of... One of you steered me wrong? Yeah. Oh, so maybe it was Walking Dead. Walking Dead, then, is one, what put AMC on a map. Ooh. One was Walking Dead. I tried that. Last three seasons, and the first couple seasons are excellent, and then it just yeah, got that so got me. I feel like Walking Dead was later. I Isn't like, I Walking, Walking Dead, Dead still going? Ish. You're good. 2010. Yeah. Oh dang. Okay, man. man. I thought that was hey, before that. I would like to start out with some positive. With some positive news. Finally, <laughs> this is good. No, this is this is real. This is real because somebody sent me this. Um, you know, sometimes we speak negatively of of the place we live. You know, St. Louis has its. You know, we have our flaws, right? What? Yeah. So it makes we have us our great. flaws. And, and the reason that we point them out is because we love this place. Yes. And I want more people to be here. I want what more do you think 
a traveler stuck here by accident would think of our fair city? Uh, are, are we on, on a flight? Are we traveling by air? Good question. And what part of town, if they're on a vehicle, are they stuck in? Our airport is the biggest embarrassment of our of our entire city. This is from uh, some some travel post, and the title is, I just spent four hours in your city. Here are my thoughts. <laughs> nice. I hope they they broke down in Earth City I on just spent four hours in your city. Here are my thoughts. Lifelong Minneapolis resident here. One of my favorite things to do is travel to random American cities that I've never been to for the weekend or even the day. And sculpt things out and see what makes the city tick. Exploring... The urban core, hitting up some cafes or restaurants, finding a good brewery or cocktail bar, and pursuing a museum are typical activities during said solo adventures. And uh, thanks to the person on Twitter who, who sent this to me. Full disclosure, I have never once ever even thought about visiting St. Louis. It's literally never crossed my mind. <laughs> I've always had an unfairly tainted negative impression of the city due to uh, the media and all the quote-unquote top dangerous cities lists scattered around the web. Despite only being a 10-hour drive from Minneapolis, I've never toyed with the idea of driving down for a visit because I envisioned a run-down, lonely city with nothing but a big arch, wash you, and urban decay. I admit to being shallow. Then came yesterday, which was Sunday, 1-15. I had a six-hour layover at St. Louis Lambert Airport. Having never even been to your airport, I was giddy just to be landing in a brand new metro area. The day prior, I learned that Metrolink has a stop at Lambert. So I made the executive decision to escape the airport for four-ish hours between flights and see if I could find something cool to get into. Or perhaps a funky neighborhood to explore. Or, God forbid, pay to go to the top of the arch. My expectations were low. But how often do I have four free hours in a brand new city? Mm-hmm. Long story short, guys, my mind was blown by how nice your town is. Nice. Or at least the parts that I saw. My flight was 40 minutes early, so I quickly found my way to Terminal 1 Metrolink Station. I loved the $5 day pass option. Minneapolis-St. Paul doesn't do it this cheap. I hopped on the train with no real destination to mind. A gentleman from my flight sat behind me to whom I awkwardly introduced myself and advised that I was going to kill four hours into town and was open to recommendations. I asked which stop would give me the best experience in town at 9 a.m. on a Sunday. What did he say? Where did this person go? Oh, 9 a.m. On, on a Sunday. 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Where was, maybe Clayton? Where was he told to go? Because um, what's going to be, I guess the loop would be the best bet, right? No, there's nothing. 9 a.m. on a 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Forest Park. Yeah, oh, probably Forest Park, Central Science, West End. Science Center. Oh, Central West End. Central yeah. West Science End. Center, yep. Good food. Tons over of there. breakfast. Yeah. Central West End. He told me to get off at Central West End to skip and to skip the Arch downtown. <laughs> I feel like someone's like, "Yeah, don't go down there. No, 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 no. You don't need to see that. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to see that. No, no, no. We have a shiny area. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't need to, uh, downtown. No, no. You don't need to go. There's nothing down there. Yeah. Well, if you go to the Arch on a Sunday morning, that's all you're seeing, really. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah nothing really open. Because landing's not open, none of that stuff. Well, there's... Well, the landing's, the landing's <laughs> never really open. 
Anyway. Is it? I don't know. Well, I just read something. They're trying to put a whole bunch of restaurants. And well, I'm just saying, if there's not a ball game or something like that, and you're going to the Arch yeah, on a Sunday morning, it's a, one, it's a one stop. Well, that would be a nice area to walk around the Arch grounds on a Sunday morning, see the Mississippi, see the Arch. I mean, that's not Yeah, but this yeah, person's trying to like, experience get as much few, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, pack in as much as you can. Yeah, because once you're done with that, mm-hmm. once you're done with seeing the Arch grounds, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And if you're out of town and you're traveling through and you have a couple bucks in your pocket, you go down the arch grounds, you go to a casino, you double what you have in yeah, your pocket. Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, if you go down the forest, if you go down the Forest Park area, you got Missouri Missouri History Museum, you got the Art Museum. Oh, you got a ton of stuff. You, yeah, yeah but you have so Science Center. I mean, you have all like the things. If you will find stuff. Yeah, yeah, you'll find an interest. So this person says, "I did just that." The train was clean, quiet, and pleasant, unlike the disgusting feces, vomit, fighting infested. Uh, that is the MSP light rail. And it was fast. Once I arrived at the Central West End Station, I hopped off and wandered the Wash U Medical Complex a bit to catch my bearings. Awesome looking facility. It seemed that Euclid was the street with all the action. So I meandered that direction with the goal of finding a sweet breakfast spot. Euclid Avenue is incredible. I don't know if this is a quote-unquote gentrified part of town or if everyone hates it, but... Uh, but is taboo about hating it. But the density amenities and street-level activity here were impressive for a Sunday morning. There were dogs everywhere, which instantly made my morning better, and everybody out and about seemed genuinely happy uh, and friendly. <laughs> You'd be happy, too, if you survived the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> dude. Survived Saturday, Friday and Saturday night. Those uh, were protection dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had, like, Rottweilers. Yeah, there were no doodles. <laughs> no doodles. All Doberman. German shepherds and, yeah, and Rottweilers. Exactly. Uh, being my charming, awkward self, I flagged down a friendly woman on the street and told her I was on a layover and asked her to recommend the best breakfast spot in the area. Uh, she was nice and not creeped out or rude, which I expect at home, and uh, she recommended a joint called Caldi's Coffee. I thanked her, pet her dog, and off I was to Caldi's Coffee. That was the real deal. Staff was cheery, friendly. My latte was strong and served in a real mug, and the breakfast sandwich was probably the tastiest I'd had in 30 years. Dang. That's a strong endorsement. I bellied up to the window with my laptop for a good 45 minutes and took in the vibes, watched the people and the dogs in the window, and chowed down on my food. An odd side note is that everyone in this establishment and in this neighborhood as a whole, honestly, was physically gorgeous. Both men and women. My God, what mm. do people in Minneapolis look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she thinks the St. Louis uh, population is physically gorgeous. Physically gorgeous. Hey. <laughs> Holy moly. Hey, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about it. We'll take I'm moving it. to Minneapolis, dude. I'm a Minneapolis 10. <laughs> I get up there and they're like, my God, man, Woo. your physique. What are you, 275? Eat a cracker, for God's sake. <laughs> Carved out of stone. Are you doing keto? <laughs> uh, this person says, I also felt old at the ripe age of 30. Perhaps this is a younger neighborhood. I still don't really know. It seemed that most people in this enclave were 22 to 25 and educated, which gave me Lincoln Park Williamsburg vibes. Yeah, I guess that would send... If you live in the Central West End, you're... you're that's a younger... That's where we moved when... when I moved to St. Louis. That's where we moved to, was Central West End. We were 22, 23 years old. Probably a lot of students, I bet. I think a lot of Wash U students live down there. Yeah. Especially that 
and Maryland Plaza area. Or young nurses and and doctors and stuff living at uh, working at Barnes probably. Yeah, the first mm-hmm. the first uh, apartment we moved into, it was all Wash U students. All Wash U students. It was Maryland and uh, God it was right across the street from the Basilica on the Maryland mm-hmm. Avenue side. There's like a apartment little complex there. Stuff ain't cheap either, man. And you know at the time in 2003 was it it was was it wasn't terrible it was a different time different time it was a different time been down there recently uh not not to to look at the rents it's gone up no then we moved to the forest park hotel which was uh, euclid and west pine that was a sweet apartment that was a sweet apartment loved that place they were like hey let's be adults and buy a house in south city Dummies. It's elegant too. <laughs> That's what you did. Yeah, yeah. What part of South City? Uh, it was uh, Hampton and Watson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it'd be St. Louis Hills. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's yep. a nice area. Yeah, no, it was a nice. My friend just moved there. Is that the end of the review? Nice no, no, no. I got more. I'm just stopping at this part. We're taking a stroll. We're taking uh, a stroll through the Central West End and okay. my life. All right. <laughs> You know where Chris's Pancake House is? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I lived on the, literally the street right behind Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It was uh, Cuba Court. Oh, man, I think that's right where that's a particular, McKernan's brother. That's a particular scene. That's a, I had some family down there as well. It's like a, that's where a lot of the uh, police officers would, would, would live. Yeah, it's a, it was a nice little neighborhood. And it was, uh, you know, we were still, we were working at the, at the Union Station at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, and it was, you know, eight minutes away. Yeah, that's not bad. It was, yeah, it was bad. Great. I mean, besides my car getting broken into about 15 times. <laughs> and that never happened at the Central West End stuff? Uh, yeah, no, it happened there, too. Oh, God. I'm sorry, <laughs> it was like the only time I've had my car really tampered with was right what we're talking about. Yeah. City living, baby. Yeah, I think the only time my car got messed with was Central West End. Yeah, Central West End. Well, well, we, and that's in Forest Park Hotel. Rent. If you want to live in the city, it's three catalytic converters a year. Okay? <laughs> yeah, dude. We don't have to talk about so, it. We well, all know it. It's fine. Well, all that's right? when I had a yeah. little my, copper my two-door two Jeep with a soft top on it, and there was a gated parking lot across the street from the apartment building. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, the gate's supposed to open and close. Sometimes it got stuck, stuck open. And there was a security guard who had to have been in his late 70s, carried a revolver, and I came out to go to work one day, <laughs> and my soft top was cut. Yeah. Carrying the entire, revolver. The entire side. The he, entire he, side of the, the, the plastic was cut. This dude have spurs on, too? Carrying a revolver. Yeah, he had one bullet. And I go, I go what, what are you doing, man? Where were you? Ah, I didn't see it. I even... I even was told when I got that car, that was my first Jeep, hey, if you have a soft top, don't even lock the doors. You'd ra- they're going to get in the car anyway. Yeah. You'd rather them just try to open up the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. You'd rather them just try to open up the door. Don't leave anything in there. Were your doors locked? No, they were open. Oh, that's the real heartbreak. That's a, yeah. It's, come on, man. the person opened them and was like, this feels too easy. <laughs> Slit. I came with a knife. I'm going to use the knife. That's oh, and right. then I was the guy for a while, you know, driving with the with the uh, silver duct tape holding the oh, soft top yeah, together. Tight. Bummer. It looks good, though. It yes, was with nice. the zip-up windows, you know. It was the, it was oh, I get it, man. Zip-up windows. It was a nice car. Even with yes. all that, it's such a cool area. Like, night, morning, yeah. evening. 
night. I mean, it's got the nightlife. It's got morning breakfast places. Like it is a is a it is a cool yeah, that, scene. So. And a new uh, high rise down there. That cool weird shaped one. I don't know. It looks like something that. that's from Europe, oh. and it's an, it's beautiful. It's just a neat. Got a Whole Foods, man. Next to the hospital. Next to the hospital. Yeah, not too far from. Oh, the that's what it's all lumpy. Yeah, yeah. This is oh, cool looking. This is so different. Thanks a monstrosity. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, lumpy. What are you talking I see about, this thing. man? What are you? It's neato. I, I think it's supposed to be like bamboo. Oh, how European. It what do I put? Or bamboo building? Just put like the ugliest building. Ugly building. Ugly buildings. Kings Highway, and I bet it pops up. Well, no. Compared to our just typical, usual square shaped things we have in St. Louis, this one's fun. It has character. Yeah, it's it's unique. It's unique. <laughs> I'll give it that. I don't, I don't, I don't know what this is. It, it wasn't there when I was. I think they were building it, maybe. Yeah, hey, I remember. I mean, there's been so much construction in this last decade with the hospital and some other stuff. Maybe. I think they were building it when we when we moved out. Uh, uh, but when we moved there, there was no, there. you know, there wasn't Whole Foods there. It was like your mom and pop, yeah. you know, restaurants. Do you know, were, those, those break ins and stuff. Meth travels. It yes. happens anywhere. Mm-hmm. The difference is city cops got bigger problems. Yes. You know are. what I mean? That happens to you out in the burbs. They're like, we'll get the fingerprint team out here. <laughs> in the yeah, city, for, they're like, the forensic why'd you call us? Like, if you had, like, you call about a catalytic converter in the city and they, you can hear muffled laughter from the other end of the phone from the police department. Like, oh, we'll, we'll get our best guy on it. You know? Like, well, I, th- I think I called once and they go, and? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I just got my car broken into. And? <laughs> we live uh, in South City. I live in Tower Grove mm-hmm. uh, in the proximity of Bomber O'Brien's. And on Christmas Eve, uh, a couple of years ago, a drunk lady smashed into the front of my girlfriend's car, just hammered. Someone had called 911. She fell asleep at a stoplight. Was swerving all over the road. Guy guy came to our house was like, I called 911. I told him, this lady's hammered. She, like, backed out, drove away, mm-hmm. hit three more cars going down the street. An hour later, a cop arrived. Hour later? Hour later. Came into my house, and he's like, yeah, if I was you, what's your premium on insurance? And I go, I don't know, man. He goes, <laughs> if I was you, man, he's like, that's probably like seven, 800 bucks worth of damage. I'd just pay out of pocket so your rates don't go up. I go, cool, man. I didn't call you for a quote. <laughs> I called you to, to try to- Because there was a crime. Because a drunk lady driving around the city. Is that it? What yep, the it? 100 above the park. Look at the that name. thing, dude. Uh, okay, I've seen it. It's, it's on um, this thing, the it, King's it, Highway side. But this isn't even real. This is This is a- yeah, I mean, it's there now. It's, it's real now. It's real now. The mock-up. But, yeah, uh, it's on, it's it's on King's now, Highway, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is a proposal. This is a proposal when they first when they first talked about it four years ago. You're telling me it looks like this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. It's just, it's different. It's, it's just a nice looking... that St. Louis has a different style building here. That is interesting. It looks like a rock candy, like something mm-hmm. crystallized from the earth. Yeah, and it just looks like up. Superman's Fortress of Solitude no. emerged from the earth. If you put that building in a in a area with other buildings that look like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but, but it just sticks out like it's, a sort of thing. It's right down from the historic chase, which it looks like a building from the 20s. Yeah, exactly. But I do believe there's another high rise coming in there that's going to be pretty funky, too. Yeah, it's going to also look like a transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at yeah, night that wild. thing transforms. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, so she's at Caldy's now, or I'm, I'm, I don't know. If this is a man or woman writing this, it okay. sounds this sounds like a woman, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, they're uh, talking to the person behind them. Either way, mm-hmm. just let me point out that this is a, this is an anomaly. This is this is this is something very rare. 
someone with four hours on their on their hands that's an adventurer and willing to just jump on random trains and all that kind of stuff. That's that's Which my is style. Awesome. Yeah, that's my style because that's you know I'm touring for a living. You're in all these different cities every single day, so like you just get out there and adventure. But you realize quickly nobody does that. Very few of us do that. So let's, well, that's let's what just caught, keep that, that in mind. Know, but that's what caught me. Was this person, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. St. Louis is not the first city that this person has done that in. Right, right, right. This is a, a this, well-traveled person. This is a well-traveled person that's an, an adventurer and that's going out and using the word enclave. So let's... But here's my thing. Are they well-traveled? If they think our Metrolink is clean, shiny... <laughs> Well, an maybe, awesome to ride. When I, listen, when I got here, <laughs> I, used to take the Metrolink, I used to take the Metrolink to work every day. Yeah. When I, I lived the in the West End. Tons of times. I would, we, my wife and I, we were dating at the time, had one car, and I was doing nights on the sta- on the radio station. I would walk to the Metrolink station uh, near the hospital. Yeah. Get on, ride it down to Union Station, go to work, and she would come pick me up at night. I remember my first experience with the Metrolink. And this is coming from the New York City subways. I go, this is, I could throw my food on the floor and eat. No, that's yeah. true. And you, I think the reason what tricks this person is it's early in the morning. So probably Minneapolis is not that busy on a Sunday morning if you're on the train. And uh, Saint, the Metrolink here, we have like three or four people ride it every day. So compared to the Minneapolis one, which is probably packed. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So they said <clears throat> after eating, uh, it was time for a walk. I remember, Sunday it was gorgeous, 45 degrees. 45 degrees and sunny in January, so with no snow, seemed too good to be true. So I had to take advantage. I left Caldies and swung right down Euclid and then left on Lindell. The architecture around here felt so East Coast and not Midwestern to me and made it feel like a way bigger city than 300,000. These apartments were the types uh, of, of places I dreamt of living in my 20s. After walking a bit further, I stumbled upon Forest Park. I would kill to have a park of this magnitude and beauty in the Twin Cities. Not only was it beautiful and surrounded by beautiful neighborhoods, uh, for example, the houses on Lindell on the north side of the park are spectacular, which is true. Mm-hmm. Those old, those are amazing. Those old houses. This are very person's nice. packing a lot of detail in for this very short trip. Are you calling shenanigans? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. reserving a solid percentage of my belief for um, we're being had. You think? Or something at the end. I'm not thinking that. God at the end of I'm this just one. Saying, I'm just I'm just reserving some disbelief. Anyway, I got murdered and I'm a ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm I have a lot of time this, on my this hands. Almost sounds <laughs> like a setup. This sounds letters like, <laughs> like somebody from the tourism. This sounds commission. like somebody that was born in Minneapolis. So you know, there's a little bit of truth there. And then they're surrounding it, and they're forgetting to tell us that they just got hired by a St. Louis tourism magazine of some you, sort. I mean, and this but is you their, can't. You can't see somebody having this experience I on a can. Sunday morning. I can. Yeah. I'm. It's just I can see the other possibility, uh, you know, being <laughs> of being complete shenanigans. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's the whole thing. I'm just, you know. I Are was, you taking it with a grain? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, listen, I'm, just, I'm, I'm notorious for getting fooled by things online. Like I'm, I'm, I'm somebody that if I watch a video, I'll go, "Oh, dude, look at this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they go, "Dude, this is clearly fake." <laughs> oh, hat again. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, before you misunderstand me or any of us for what we're saying, like we're, we're Mr. St. Louis. We're, we're here. You know, I came back here. This is where I want to be. This is where I'm raising my children. This is where I choose I love to this be. City. I love this city. That's why I complain about I love about it for what airport. it is. Yeah. I, that's why I complain about the yeah. airport. And that's why everybody, all of my touring friends, majority of my friends don't live in St. Louis. And they are people that every time I see them, I'm like, hey, tell me when you're in St. Louis. I'd love to take you around. Yeah. 
Like, that's my thing. I want to take them around. I want to sure. show them our city. Same with comics when they come in. I'm like, get out of your hotel. Come, because, you know, all the, the clubs are all out in the burbs. Yeah. So it's like when comics come into town, I'm like, come into the city with me. Let me show you the neighborhoods. Because the neighborhoods are what is cool about St. Louis. It's not downtown. It's not the burbs. It's all the na- little pockets. It's Central the West Hill, End. It's Dogtown. Yeah, the Grove is cool. Yeah, Overland. Bonterre. <laughs> you want to see an execution? Let's go to Bonterre. <laughs> you want to see a trampoline? Um, so this person writes, so many runners and walkers and dog walkers and people just outside uh, enjoying what felt like a crisp fall day in January. And again, everyone seemed happy. Maybe it was the weather. I just had the most pleasant time strolling around. I spent about an hour on Forest Park, walking around, eventually deciding that it's among my favorite urban parks I've encountered. I really want to come through in the summer. I strolled through a few of the surrounding neighborhoods, Westmoreland Place, I believe, and remained in awe at how pretty and well-kept these neighborhoods were. That is, all around Forest Park, those neighborhoods with the old buildings. Yeah. And that's where a lot of professors live and a lot of doctors live. Yep, yep, Mm yep. Yeah. I've been there thousands of times. I love it. I don't know the names of those neighborhoods. How is this person getting all this information? Well, because... You you got a a notebook on you? When you're writing, I mean, obviously this is a travel blogger. Oh, you're taking know. note. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know who this person is. They don't put a name on it. Hmm. We can look at some flight records. Flight records? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Give me the, you know, the manifest from... We come into your booth and you've just got, like, red twine everywhere. <laughs> trying to figure out who this travel blogger is. Okay, they flew in from Toledo. Man or woman? Stuck. Woman or man? <laughs> Let's see. Caldy Coffee, Forest it, Park. It reminded yes. me... Uh, yeah, cross-references. Cross Security <laughs> footage. It reminded me of uh, the, the Mac Roveland in St. Paul, but cleaner and more refined. Again, not what I expected in the wasteland of St. Louis. My adventure sadly ended when I ended up at the Forest Park train station, I got back on the train, went back to the airport. I was off. I walked a total of 7.6 miles in the span of three hours. Uh, what's a TLDR stand for? Too long, didn't read. Here's the short version. The recap. Okay. Thanks, Brave. You're welcome. Uh, so, TLDR, I rode your clean and efficient Metrolink, spent a bit of time in the Central West End, found a delightful, had a bomb breakfast at Caldi's, talked to some overly friendly locals, pet several dogs, ventured through Forest Park and toured the residential part of the neighborhood, which I found totally stunning. St. Louis, I'm at a loss for words and almost feel the need to apologize for negatively generalizing about your city for so long. I couldn't have been more wrong about it. Based on the 5% of the city I saw yesterday, after researching even more once I got home, it seems that I missed Delmar, Clayton, downtown, Tower Grove Park, among many other notable neighborhoods and attractions. I can't believe this town is within driving distance and have slept on it so long. I will be back soon with friends. And I fully plan to rave about your city and my team meeting tomorrow morning when we talk about our long weekends. I can't wait to explore the crap out of your town, and I extend a great warm thank you to everyone I encountered there for being so kind. I never in a million years thought I'd be planning a vacation to St. Louis, but it's now first on my list. Wow, that's awesome! That's wonderful. Yeah. That really is wonderful. And and you know, assuming that it's all on the uh, on the up, like that's awesome. But again, the anomaly. We got to make sure that we're doing things for the people that are in this exact situation. Oh, I've only heard bad things about St. Louis. Oh, I'd never considered St. Louis. Oh, I found myself here for a layover for an hour. An hour. We got to give them something. You know, I feel like we should tell this person, hey, you had a great time. Let's keep it that way. Let's not come back. (laughs) Yeah, keep raving about it to everybody. Well, that's like you came in expecting a a wasteland. (laughs) 
And we didn't give you that. But now you're coming back expecting a very grand experience. Yeah. And you may have already done the best parts. <laughs> He's going to be like, let's try some new stuff. <laughs> yeah. Downtown. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you come back on a weekend in July. May, in May. Because you can go watch a Cardinals game. Yep. And then on that okay. Saturday, you watch uh, a city game. You watch, you know, at the at the new soccer stadium. Then you go down to City Museum, see something you're never going to see, uh, you know, somewhere else. Uh, hit the zoo and then get the hell out. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yourself. Tell more people about. There's it. cooler stuff to do than that too. Those are like okay, those so are good. I'm just saying the big ones good. so people can talk about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I feel like right. we say City Museum a lot for hey, you're coming to St. Louis, you need to go to this place. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, uh, it's a great. If it's not one of those days Easy. where they're like they're at fire capacity, then it's a shocking it's a shocking place. We're spoiled, man. I know you've been there and you've had your good and bad experiences and all that, but like for 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 got stuck in a cave for four hours for people outside oh, of uh, he, yeah, he was in a whale tail. Uh, for for people that aren't Hello. for people that aren't from St. <laughs> Louis, closed. when they see that, they're like, "What? I can't believe this exists." it's, yeah. it's a weird thing. And STO yeah. from above, you know, Justin, he. Did recently got to go in there, I guess, when it was closed, and did a drone flyover. He went down like the the slides on the drone, everything. It looks so cool. That's awesome. The video Edison footage. Museum. Yeah. You ever been stuck in a cave there and they close for the night? It's <laughs> that, not fun. It sounds like a dream. It does sound like a dream. Hello? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, so somebody's coming to St. Louis for the first time. Give me five places they should go. Joya's Deli or somewhere on the hill. Got to go to dinner on the hill. Got to see that neighborhood. That's a cool neighborhood. Okay, so dinner on the hill, and you're okay. Yeah, dinner. Be Charlie Guido's. Okay, if I had, you know, that's not Canetto's. Canetto. Honestly, it's a win-win. There's a lot of. It, it's crazy how many good Italian restaurants are in a, like a three-block square. Mm-hmm. They said other than Little Italy in New York, I'd put. The hill right up there with it, as far as like, and well, I've little, eaten in Little Italy several times. Yeah, Little in my Italy travels. now in New York is very small. It's only, very small. It's only a couple blocks. The hill it's is good. But I think that, uh, you know, that's uh, a that's, cool place to uh, take that's one place. That's the hill one for dinner. Well, he said, he said Joyous too. So we got two food places. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, here's the thing. St. Louis, St. Louis is a sandwich city. And you also got to remember, most people I have coming to town are comedians. That's all they, they just want to eat. That's all they want to do. <laughs> We're a food city, dude. Whether you like it or not, oh, like, totally. this is oh, yeah. an eating city. So if you're going to bring people here, you got to take them somewhere cool to eat. Yep. So two of your five places are food places. I'm just saying, like, those were the first two things that were like, hey, these are when people come to town. I'm like, let's go here, let's go there. I take them to the Grove. I probably take them to like a cool place down there to see. Take them to Just John's, let them party it up. Okay. Uh, I take them to like I think the Grove is a cool because uh, you can walk it. There's a lot of cool stuff down there. Good sandwiches too. Gramophone sandwiches. Gramophone. Man, I would late go to night, Urban Chestnut. Late night gramophone, best yeah, sandwich urban, in the city, dude. Urban Chestnut, man. What, what did I tell you? What? Late late night sandwich gramophone. It's best late night food in the city. It's I've the never only been. late night left. Dude, that sandwich. I'm not up late. That sandwich is. Psh, it just hits you perfect. Oh yeah, they'll hook you up. You get the Alcatraz about two a.m. and it's lights out. Heartburn City about six a.m. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you don't have to. Be I don't drunk. know what that is. Uh, the gram- just what's on the Alcatraz? <laughs> don't matter. Look it up. If the gramophone makes it, I'm telling you, it's, it's great. It's a sandwich. Dude, they got like twenty top notch. We're a low key sandwich city, and people don't realize it till I bring comics in, and I'm like. I start thinking about all the sandwiches, sandwich places in town, like Mom's Deli, Blue City Deli, Joya's, Gramophone, uh, 
I'm missing one, and someone's going to be like, blue city. Yeah, he said I blue, said blue city. city. Oh, that's the one I used to go to all the time when I lived down there. Um, the one on the corner by the park. It's like Tomboy. What's the name of that place? There's a sign that says Tomboy. I used to go there all the time. If you say it, I'll know it. Uh, it's on the corner of Forest Park? No, down in, in South City. Uh, mm. There's a park right there. God, somebody's got to know it. By Pietro's and, and all that kind of stuff? What, what, what? Terror? Man, I don't know. Tweet your favorite sandwich. <laughs> what the hell's it called? Is it Southwest Deli? He's right. Ooh. Southwest Deli. That's that's uh that's, that that's one of our spots. Southwest Market. It's a great spot. It's where they have the sandwiches named after. Like I get, I would get the Jim Edmonds. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. All right. Oh, I man. haven't been there. That's Southwest a new spot Deli's for me to try. On, uh, oh, I gotta find, I gotta find the name of it. Somebody's gotta know it. <laughs> We are a sandwich place, though, man. We are a sandwich. We are. Yeah, we're a sandwich it. city, and it's like it doesn't seem like we would be, but it's like uh, I, I think it's the best per capita sandwich city in America. Yeah, and I stand by it. Okay. St. Louis is a cool town, dude. It's just like you got to have a, you need a St. Louis ambassador, like Moon's talking about. Legrands. Yeah. Legrands. Yeah, I've heard yeah, of this yeah, place, yeah, but I haven't been. Legrands. Yeah. I'll go today. Yeah, you talked about that for a long time. Oh man, that's it. Dude, that's the jam. All right, so this is from. I think Feast they brought Magazine. us. Uh, I, I think they brought us some before. Yeah. Uh, okay, right. top five, according to Feast Magazine. Okay. Top five sandwich spots in St. Louis. This is from. Let me get the year. This is from 2014. So maybe some of these oh, have closed and there are changed. new ones. Okay. But still, you got the classics. We're, we're in the future. Okay. Adriana's on the hill. I yep. haven't had that. I haven't had that. That's a good one. Yep. That was the first sandwich place I was ever taken to. That will always hold a special place in my heart. Okay. <laughs> that place fact, is great. The fact that you remember the first sandwich you had in the Oh, I remember the first sandwich. That's how much of a sandwich city this is, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. That's what we should call ourselves. Sandwich City. Sandwich City, dude. Yeah, dude. Come down to Sandwich City. And you're like, you kidding me? Minneapolis? They're coming. <laughs> yeah. Those are mid those are those are Midwestern Husky folks yes, just like they are. me. They're hardy. coming. You call hardy. Them. They're yeah. hardy people. They're hardy folk. You tell them it's Sandwich City and they're gonna slice up some cheese in Wisconsin. They're gonna that, swing through Minneapolis and they're on their way. You're right. You're right, dude. That that will totally that will increase our uh our, our a steady Steady stream of tourists will start coming if yeah, we dude. really get the Sandwich, word out there. Let's yeah. do it. Spend a little money. Come to Sandwich City. Yeah. Because we're also, aren't we the top, or we're at least in the top five, but I think we're the number one coffee uh, maker in the we're country as well. only focusing on I know, I know. I'm just saying. Like, there's start, a combo there. Let's start Sandwich talking, and coffee. Well, let's let's not start talking about coffee. We want to be good Coffee's at year two, thing. Scott. Okay. <laughs> Coffee's let's, year two of our five-year all right, plan. All right, let's right, perfect this yes. part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember the, the exact first meal I had when I moved here. I went to Faux Grand. Oh, the Vietnamese yeah. place. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. That place was awesome. That we had we have great. some in the freezer. You do? Yeah, we were out of we cake? were out of town and our friend went to <laughs> our friend went to uh Faux Grand and like hooked it up and went by our house and put it in the freezer because they were like they're closing while you're out of town. Yep, R.I.P. Fo- you ever been there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, that's yeah, that place was, was, was where I, that that's a place I would wait in line. Yeah, I actually uh I did a couple um meetings there, like for I mean business meetings. It was like, a, oh, where, where, where are we going to go? Oh, here's oh, Central Spot. Oh, we're going there. Yeah, yeah you go, uh, and you'd go there on a, on a Friday, Saturday, and, and go, uh, all right, 45 minutes. Okay, fine. You either go upstairs and wait upstairs, or if it was a nice day out, you just, you know. It's great. That was your first meal? That was my first meal. Then we went to Adriana's at some point. That was my first sandwich. Okay, so Adriana's on the hill. Okay. Uh, then they have uh, Joya's. Yeah. Okay. Which I didn't have Joy's for the first time until recently. I, gotta, I didn't either. Joy's, I think, is number one. 
That's this. Uh, I saw there's right one here. here. There's had, one by my house. Road. I had this one in 2019, I think, for the first time. If you get that hot salami, dude, it's game over. It's just. We still talking about Joyas? Joy. Yeah. Okay, so my first experience with Joyas, uh, we were in the middle of selling our our South City house. We had rented it out after we moved out to to the county, and uh, this was like two years ago. We sold it. So I was going down there to meet the inspector, and I was it was around lunchtime. I said, let me grab a sandwich from Joya's and bring it down to the house, and I'll wait. I'll just eat my sandwich while I wait for this guy to come. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to the, the house in South City, the paper bag was soaked through yep. and was translucent with grease. Yeah. <laughs> It's that hot salam, dude. It's hot salami. You got to go fresh. When it's hot, it's giving off steam, greasy steam, baby. It was, it was good. It was really good. It was. That was when it was takeout only because I think it was like, uh, you know. They post. have a couple little tables outside. I know, but it was, this was like post-pandemic. When I when I went in there, everything was, you, you couldn't sit there. So it must have been 2020, I guess, when I did it. It's good, dude. They sell their own summer sausage, 10 bucks a log. While you're waiting, you can just be like, I'm going to stock up on some summer sausage, dude. <laughs> Tell you, brother. Well, I'm here. Uh, Mom's Deli yep. is next. Which I've been there once. Where, where's that? Where's that? It's real good. Uh, that is on Jameson. Oh, okay. Maybe I have had that. We had some family down there for a while. And that's only cash, that, at least when I was there. Cash and like Joy is the same way. Like I don't know about this one, but the one in the city closes like 3 p.m. Like they don't. <laughs> Places that know they're that good, that they're willing to be like, this is the deal, man. Yeah. Get up and get a sandwich or too bad. <laughs> that, that gets me hyped. When someone is that, believes so much in their product that they're like, oh, you want us to be open till seven? Well, guess what? We're not. <laughs> like, they don't care, dude. And they sell out every day. And I'm like, that's a cool place to me. And Mom's Deli has really good prices. Yeah. Considering... That's your mom. It's day and time. Nice. Yeah, they had an ATM. If I remember, the one time I was in there, there was an ATM. And if you if you go with a credit card, cash only. You go, huh? no, you know, there's a cash machine right there. I like it. Legrand's Marketing and Catering. Uh, Legrand's Marketing and Catering is the place I was talking about. Man, That's I a great wait. sandwich. I haven't there. had it. That's a good sandwich. I used. To, I I don't know if the the names are the same, but it was the Jim Edmonds I used to get. <laughs> We should be selling sandwich tours to this city, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Five-day sandwich tour each day. We you, should. Go, you go to get a sandwich, and then we take you to the art museum. Then you get a sandwich the next day. <laughs> we yeah. take you to the zoo. Man, I'm telling you, dude, people would leave the city and be like, it is sandwich city, yep. man. Yep. Not it a really ton of is. stuff out in the county, it's, it seems. Maybe we, should, maybe we should just rent, rent out one of these spots uh, underneath us and uh, do like a little Riz show collective where we bring well, we're all too these close to joyous. we bring all these people together well the tour and then blue city blue city's yeah, blue great city's blue city there. is their final their third their fifth and final gramophones are top 10 um there's there's so many that yeah are, i think it's gramophone here's what i'm going to say about that and i didn't interrupt you i think gramophone should get a bump for the hours they keep the same way that i respect a place that will close at 3 I respect a place that will sell a top-tier sandwich until 3 a.m. I mean, on their website, it says, we are the sandwich kings with a Z. Yeah. But who's this? Who's this? Gramophone. Yeah, I've been preaching about that sandwich for Food. Uh, so what do you what do you get? I get... He gets the albatross. Or, or, <laughs> the, the yeah, albatross. it is an albatross. <laughs> about well, three hours later, it changes from the Alcatraz because it's trying to escape my body, dude. <laughs> it's trying to escape my body. What's on the Alcatraz here? <laughs> 
the Alcatraz, and there's. Another. I'm telling you, I've had four or five different ones from there, and you can't go wrong. You can't. The, it, like I, I everything was, I've had is good. The first one I had was so shockingly good that I was like, "Wow, this must be this must be the one," or it just like hits me right, you know? It was oh, like mushrooms or something. And then uh, and then the next one, I was like, "Damn!" Oh, dude, this one's okay. So the Alcatraz is uh, roast beef or turkey or both. What do you do? What do you think? <laughs> He's a both man. What do you think, dude? Do I look like a turkey only guy to you? Come on, man. Uh, okay, so uh, both for for uh, Rafe caramelized onion, Swiss provolone, b- boss sauce. Yeah, yeah, don't it's even, the boss. Don't even ask. You don't need to know. It's good, man. And it's pressed, like it's in like a yeah. like press it squares like a sourdough. Oh, right, man. that's a sourdough one. Yeah, the sourdough one. What's some? What are that, some and, other and ones? That, and that's the other. And that's the other thing. You know what? St. Louis respects respects breads. Respects the bread. That's and right. It's all about the bread. A sandwich is nothing like sushi. You know, if you really talk to like a badass sushi chef, they say it's not the fish, man. It's the rice. It's the rice. And a sandwich is the bread. And if you botch that, I don't care what you do. That's why Joyous can't really be touched when you do the cheesy garlic. They do like a cheesy garlic melt. Oh, yeah, yeah, you gotta pay, yeah. pay oh, we that have, extra buck fifty. With, with the hill, we have so much Italian and and obviously it's a French settlement. Uh, so much French and Italian, yeah, uh, influence here that those our, are bread people. Our, dude. Our, that's what I'm saying. The bread is where is, is why we're a sandwich city. It's the yeah, bread. but there's a, there's a couple, maybe one or two big bread makers in St. Louis that that pretty much supply all these places. Well, then they're the heroes. They're the heroes. Because when you go to a sandwich shop and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to have the sandwich. And the bread sucks. I, it doesn't matter. You could put a million dollars in there. And it, it it sucks. Yeah. It's the bread. Everything else is just details. What's the big bread place? Is it Fazio's? Uh, we'll There's a big bread maker here in, in, in the city. Yeah, Fazio's Bakery. That supplies a lot of these places. That's great bread. I was watching one of those food docs, and they like were talking to like the most famous sushi chef. I think it was like we've actually talked about it. He, he came to New York once, and there was like one table, and it was reserved mm-hmm. like, two years in advance. And they were asking him like what the secret is, and he's like, "Oh, it's the rice." It's and the they, rice. They asked him about the fish, and he's like, "It does not matter. The fish doesn't matter." Uh, they have the Mississippi Knights Club. Mm. The uh, oh, the the Yogi, ham roast beef, salami, prosciutto, bravel. Lettuce, tomato, red onion, pepperoncinis, deli dressing. Yeah, this all looks great. And what time is it open till? It's, it's open late, late, late huh? dude. You can throw a dart, though. It's it's one of those sandwich menus that just throw a dart and go, oh, yeah, I'll have that, and you'll enjoy it. It's true. Yeah. He's right. I've had the Elvis. Oh, it's all, the kitchen's open until 1. Oh, you know the old, uh, t- uh, too, the, um, we used to have the Iron Barley when, I, oh, when, when, when Iron Barley was yeah, down. R.I.P. Off of Bayless, or not Bayless, wherever it was. Oh, down on the south side. That, that guy passed away. I know. The Danimal. The Danimal. I was like, I'm, I'm not giving love to the sandwich I get the most. It's the Dan- I get the Danimal. What's the Danimal? Uh, the Danimal is ham, turkey, roast beef, salami, bacon, sharp white cheddar, lettuce, tomato, pickles, red onions, pepper, mayo, and an avocado spread. <laughs> I got sexy at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I saw they got like a Cuban sandwich called the Havana. Oh yeah, or Havana. 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 I'm sorry. Havana. Havana. That's good. Havana. The Iron Barley used to have a ballistic Elvis. Oh yeah. And if you can make a sandwich out of like you know peanut butter and jelly and, and bacon, bacon and bananas and whatever else, yeah, and, and and make it a sandwich worth like telling people about. Oh yeah. Well, you know what really put that place on the map was he was on. Uh, Diners, Diners, Drives, and Dives. Yeah, but I mean, to, uh, everybody that was in that area knew that that place was 
a gem. I mean, just like a, a gold nugget. Yeah, it's a shame that guy passed away. That was we. I I remember when, when my dad, you know, was around and he used to come to town. We would go there. Yeah, they would get like uh, casks from all the local places too, like special special beers, and and just have a, a cask on tap right there. It was like a it was a special place, man. Just another uh, local story before we uh, before we hit the uh, the first break of the morning. Uh, I used to live on uh, after after we we got out of South City, we moved to. Uh, it's like the unincorporated, unincorporated county. It was like Baldwin. It was De Pere. It was yeah. it was uh, Doherty, Ferry, and Big Bend. Okay, like that was the the big intersection where we lived. And uh, my my son was like two or three years old. My daughter was just born, and my son was at the age where you know you got to you know take him to the park. You know, walk around for a little bit in the park, tire him out so he can go take a nap. And there was a park across the street uh, called Sugar Creek Park. And this was the place I used to always say, oh, we can't go, son. It's on fire. <laughs> and he was, you know, two or three years old, gullible enough to believe that the park was on fire. And uh, <laughs> A real weak gas line right right under that playground. There's always a Oh, man. Oh, we can't go. It's on fire. <laughs> what a traumatizing thing. <laughs> so that was Sugar Creek Park. And I look in the in the, on Fox 2 this morning, and Sugar Creek Park is in the news. Oh, no. Was it on fire? That's what I was expecting. Oh. It was not on fire, but people in the area, and I, I would have been one of the residents in the area, headlined to pairs plans for deer hunting at park using sharpshooter rifles concerns residents. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't say. Yikes. Now, I dodged a coming into work this morning. I had a close call with a deer. Uh, I'd rather was, dodge a deer than a bullet, though. My it man. was a, it was a, you know, stop short situation where everything from the back seat comes all the way up front. Yeah, yeah. We are living on Earth. We are living in Missouri. I think it's more reasonable to to wow. deal with a deer than than bullets and neighbors. So here's the, uh, you know, here's the here's the story again. This is Fox Two. Uh, some DePay residents are upset over the city's plans for a deer hunt using sharpshooters with rifles. The hunt will be in the city's public park called Sugar Creek Park next to Darty Ferry Road. Some of the residents who live in the subdivision next to the park have safety concerns. Some said they did not know what was coming until they saw the signs the city put up warning residents, hey, park's closed because of deer hunt. One resident said when we saw the sign that was put out, I saw it Friday, that said there's a deer management hunt going on. We, the entire neighborhood, assumed, I guess, the bow hunters are going to come. And then we got into the fine print and realized these are sharpshooters with rifles. And I'm and I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they're obviously all professionals. I'm sure they're vetted. I'm 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 sure there's very very small risk for accident or incident. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I I have faith in them. It's not that I don't have faith in the people that are doing it or any of that kind of stuff. It's just like if I live there, I I would be concerned. I mean, of course, I'm an '80s kid, so you know, like I was just on my bike all the time. Just in and out of this park or that park or, hey, let's go down here. And, and just like thinking about kids being there randomly just on a bike, they're not coming in through the path and seeing a sign. They're going through they're, the woods. Yeah. they're, they're going, like, yeah. Who knows how they're getting in there? I don't know. But that's the only like real concern for me is how do you shut a park down from rando kids? I, uh, yeah, I see. I see it's sharpshooters. So I would like to know who these sharpshooters are. Yeah. <laughs> what are their credentials? I'm sure they bring in an outside an outside company that does something like this. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm sure the risk is Remember, silly low. I'm, last week they were calling for uh, people to go down to the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office and drink 
Yeah. Did you yeah. see that story, Rafe? Like Jeff- no. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, they were calling for volunteers to come down. They will, they will get you drunk so this way the police could practice their DUI techniques. You know, uh, oh. roadside sobriety. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But they put out the call for volunteers. <laughs> and this being Jefferson County. Yeah. They go, we got enough. Yeah. Well, I think that's where they probably funny, were picking their sharpshooters from. They're like, okay, this guy, that guy, come on up here. Well, my point is, hey, they didn't put in an ad going, hey, we're looking for shooters to come up and yeah. shoot some deer in De Pere. <laughs> you ever want to hunt in this yeah. park? They just went to a bar and asked who's a sharpshooter. And people yeah, that's probably like, the oh. same thing with the, with the drink and stuff, too. <laughs> they probably were amazed. Like, There's like an old episode of WKRP where Johnny Fever is like – doing one of those things and he his reflexes get better as he's drinking yeah. they're like the cops are like we don't understand what's going on here it's like that's all of south city they're just like this guy somehow his speech is less slurred every time he drinks a beer yeah there's a ton of i understand the concern i understand the concern too and like i said i mean there's a ton of great rifle clubs around here different different gun clubs there's like some pros just uh, it's, it's not them i'm worried about it's just like the tiny yeah. little percent of chance it's something ricochets or who who knows, and there's some random kid. Again, I'm sure the percentage is astoundingly low that any incident would happen. But just imagine that the lady before this that left the Paul Harvey length review of St. Louis, like the <laughs> detail, like that's I'm Paul Harvey, <laughs> and that's the rest. Of the story. <laughs> like she left such a long review for four hours. That review was almost as long as her trip. Yes. Seriously. Imagine if this is the park she wandered in. She's like, someone told me to go to this DePere Park. And boy, it was a pleasant afternoon. It's just like bullets were whizzing past my head. Deer were writhing around on the ground in their death throes. Like, what a- okay, so so DePere City Manager uh, Douglas Harms said the deer hunts are safe, and he said DePere is using a company mm-hmm. called White Buffalo. To conduct the deer hunt. White Buffalo has a 20-year-plus history of doing this nationwide without any incidents. The Department of Conservation has licensed them to do this. They've been doing the same thing in town and country mm-hmm. for over a decade with no incidents of any kind. Hmm. There are lots of protocols in place, like shooting from elevated platforms. Okay. So they're not going to be on ground level, so that, they'll see what they're shooting. That makes me feel better. So the shots are downward, shooting from the perimeter of the property inward towards the property, not outwards towards subdivision. Is this a big park? Um, I don't know this park. It's it's not huge. I'm just thinking of the parks that I went to, and like you know, I never went in the the uh, entrance way. Oh, when it's starting, it's 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 starting today, so it's going to be from today until February first. That park's going to. Y'all be have like your your childhood parks. Um, and you had forts, you know, you had hidden stuff in, oh, yeah. in, in oh, the yeah. woods and by we the creeks and all that. The BMX trail in ours. Oh, built. yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was all, all that. that. That's what I'm imagining this this park is. Now, the city manager here says there's no way around these hunts. Like, it's happening. And he says we're getting the same complaints that everyone else in West County is getting about the deer-to-car collisions, about dead deer along the side of the road, calls about deer hung up on fences when we got to go euthanize them. This oh, is yeah. the thinning of the herd. Yeah. And a lot of these deer you're seeing now are emaciated. Like, there's not enough food for all of them to go around. Oh, yeah. I know this park. This is not big at all. This is right off of 270. Yeah. It's it's Doherty yeah, Ferry. this is down right before you get to the elementary school. Okay. So, that is that is pretty deep wooded. Um, there's, that, there's like a creek yeah. or something that goes through that, right? Uh, a sugar creek. 
Oh, yeah, Sugar Creek Park. Yeah, there's a little playground. There's some softball, there's softball field there. Okay. Soccer yeah. field. It's a small It's a small little municipal park. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know this park. Interesting that this is the one. Well, I guess they're, that's all the deer coming out of those woods. Well, and that's a big section of Doherty Ferry, too. So, like, if a deer's trying to cross that, oh, I, yeah, bet things get smoked. I bet you there's a lot <laughs> of dead animals smoked. over there. And I don't mean, like, deliciously smoked. Oh, darn <laughs> Sandwich City. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sandwich City. <laughs> All right, Team Riz, remember the day is brought to you by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Smith and Illinois, Caitlin Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caitlin has been listening to the Riz Show religiously, religiously for years. Says the Riz Show and the Pointer always left on for their pets. While they're at work. Yes, we are number one with dogs. That's right. <laughs> and our cat numbers are, are steadily climbing. <laughs> uh, Caitlin loves uh, Riz's antisocial and curmudgeon moments. What? Moon's ability to see all sides of the situation, and there's King Scott. Oh, thank uh. you. <laughs> That's not what she said. Yeah, she says, there's King Scott. Uh, Caitlin <laughs> Jones from Smithton is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Moon here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 500 plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, including car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, and even EV to provide you with the tires you need at the lowest price in town guaranteed and at a price in line with your family budget. And the Dobbs team is ready to service your vehicle with extra Expert auto service too, done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. And now, with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, way to go, Dobbs. Full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com. Then drive in, and any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations are going to take care of you for maintenance. Major savings today. All right, there, podcasters. Let me tell you about Pure Performance. Elevate your performance. Pure Performance is your one-stop shop for all aftermarket modifications. Known for their top quality work and outstanding customer service. Now, what do they do? They are the best place to go for replacement tires. If you own a Jeep or even a Bronco, you know, of course, you got to get those aftermarket parts. You go to Pure Performance for all that stuff. But they're not just accessories. Pure Performance is also a full service shop. You don't have to worry about paying for parts or services you don't need when it comes to repairs. You can count on the experts at Pure Performance to recommend only what your vehicle actually requires. How about this? An ethical place, a place that's not going to rip you off. It's Pure Performance in St. Charles. They're just north of the Cave Springs exit off of 70. Their website, pureperformance.com. That's pureperformance.com. P-U-R-performance.com. A proud sponsor of the Riz Show podcast. Hey, this is Gary Valentine, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Show 1057thepoint.com. Send us some feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Great Williams is here. Crap on celebrities here in just a moment. We'll talk to Chris Kerber. Talk some blues hockey in just a little bit. We will play matchup with the moon. Give away some Talica tickets. You best prepare yourself. You best prepare. And you know how that game works? 
So King Scott asks uh, Moon and I five questions. Okay. Whoever gets the most right. Our respective teammates on the phone will win. All right. Metallica tickets. I'll be in the peanut gallery for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel Can't free wait. to feel free to comment on King Scott's hosting style. I'm sure yes, it'll please. be grand. Yeah. Better <laughs> than his winning. architecture style. That's right. We're all counting on you, buddy. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what I watched last night? It was the um, the premiere of the new Night Court. Me oh, too. yeah. What? You saw it? I caught it because I was like, what's this going to be? What do well, you think? Starring I, John Larroquette. I uh, I guess the last thing I watched on the TV in my room was football. So it was on that channel. Yeah. And it was like five minutes into that first episode. Well, they I were go. advertising the crud out of it on uh, Saturday, at the Saturday games. Yeah, yeah. I go, all right, let me let me give this just let me give this a try. Melissa Roush is the judge, so she plays Melissa. So Roush. the original judge from my court, Harry, Harry, Harry Stone, yeah. I Harry Anderson, Harry Anderson he passed, passed away. away. So, so Melissa Roush from the Big Bang Theory plays his daughter, who is now the night court judge. Uh, dude, I liked it a lot. Yeah, wasn't I bad. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It took me a minute because it felt so throwback to the old one. Very it throwback. It felt like I was watching something on like classic TV where I was like, really? I got to. Yeah, It's just cool. that, that old multicam. It, they it, really kept true to the original. And very it, true. It kind of, Interesting. I'm so used to like modern even shows. as far as the office, her office is his old office. Yeah. Really? I mean, Did they do? I think it's the old set. Most importantly, found out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same song. Oh, dude, I was just doing that at soundcheck. Same opening. I was just doing that at soundcheck. They even show like the building, and they updated like the font on Night Court a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They're leaning in to the nostalgia of it. I liked it. I mean, I I watched yeah. That first episode, I watched most of the second episode. Yep. I did back to back. Okay. And it was good. I it was what I think it was supposed to be. Cool. Nostalgia for the first for the first incarnation. And a little updated. They're not Slightly. Dan Fielding is not gonna be able to be the same guy he was in the early nineties right. night court without the network getting a lot of letters. Well, he was who's, a prosecutor in the first one. Who's playing now Richard, he's the public defender? Who's playing Richard Moles uh uh bailiff? Uh, do they, I mean, do they, they have a, a They bull have the character? Roz character. Yeah, is there bull? Like the sassy black woman. Right. Is, now, if you remember how the first one ended. I don't. Bull was abducted by aliens. Like, that's how it ended. <laughs> I wondered why they didn't bring him back. No, that'll be For an episode. Real? Yeah. Aww. Look that up. Scott, look that Maybe up. Maybe I don't want to. I feel like If I remember that right. A, it's almost a letdown. At the end of... Oh, dude. The original Light Court, Bull was taken away by aliens. You guys remember the original ALF ending? Uh, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. That was a lot, of heat, a lot of heat there. That made me think of it because I was just like, stuff got wild back then, dude. When they didn't know how to end the show, they just went all in. Well, ALF was you know taken in by the government, like surrounded by government agents. Yeah. And probably taken to some facility and dissected. And yeah. it, that's what kids were so messed up by it, they had to come out with a one-hour TV movie to show what happened to ALF. Oh, I don't remember the TV movie. There's, I remember the end. There's a one-hour ALF special that shows that he got away. That an F, one of the FBI agents was like kind, and he and he got he got away, and he got to go back to Melbourne. Yeah, because that was dark. Yeah, because kids were like, did they they dissect it out? He was in a trench coat. Yeah, right. He was in a trench coat. Yeah. Oh, Moon's got it up on the screen. It's wild. It's, it's, it's there's the last the scene. Yeah, he's in, a, he's in like a. They're all hugging him. An old school over the suit. Yeah, trench coat. Tan trench coat. I'll hug at him. He's supposed to go back to Melmac, and then the the government shows up. Yep, here comes the lights, and it looks like a spaceship's coming to get him. 
We're all waiting for him to to go back up. Nope. And it's then the here's the police. Ah. Oh yeah, it's like no, like military officers. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid starts the crying. He's yelling at him with a megaphone. Yeah. And then Alf like, is panicking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's you uh, know he's a dead man. Uh, and that's how they edit. That, roll credits. He's oh surrounded by boy. agents. Roll credits. He made it to Area And the show got canceled in the offseason. Yeah. (laughs) They never got. They canceled the show. Ratings were down. And that was the cliffhanger that got canceled on. And little kids were. That's right. It was supposed to be a cliffhanger. Devastated. So we're waiting for the next season to start. And they canceled it. The Alpha finale shocked audiences at the end of the season. It only was on for four seasons. Attempts to rejoin his alien family. But just before he reconnects with the incoming spaceship, the U.S. military captures him. The episode ends. With the words, to be continued, splashed across the TV screen. What's weird is that Bull was waiting for the uh, federal agents to show up, and it was Malmac <laughs> that picked him up. But yeah, he disappears. <laughs> There's two aliens next to him, and he disappears. Yeah, that's how Bull from Night Court, that's how he, his character... That's the finale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just they wrote him off the show? No, that was the finale, right? Yeah, yep. Bull from Night Court is abducted by aliens, and that's it. And now <laughs> so, we got Melissa Roush as the new judge. I wonder if Alf was kind of... Playing off of that because that night court ended before Alf, right? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, had to. Uh, Alf no, didn't... I think Alf ended earlier. Oh, uh, okay, never mind. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, so night court was canceled after 16 years. Jeez, Alf, I think ended in '96. Wait, night court was on for 16 seasons. Wait, '96 can't be. There's no way Alf was on till '96. Yeah, Probably like some that was like 1988 to '91. Yeah, let's see. Alf was on for four seasons. 86 through 90. 86 through 90. Okay. Maybe maybe Nightcore was 96. All right. Today is uh, January the 18th. Back in the day, 71 years ago, 1952, Curly from the Three Stooges died of a stroke at the age of 49. Real name, Jerome Howard. He Mm. was uh, Moe and Shemp's brother. I grew up on the Three Stooges. Like, my dad was was an enthusiast. Mine too. Is that going to disappear? KPLR 11. They used to do marathons, and I remember my dad would tape the marathons, and we'd have like 30 episodes of the Three Stooges on VHS tapes. Moon, have your, or Riz, have your kids ever seen that or interested at all? No, I've never shown them the Three Stooges. I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to find it. I mean, I guess you could look on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. my dad probably played it for him. At least okay. the, the older okay. ones. I love the Three Stooges. Yeah. Uh, 48 years ago, 1975, The Jeffersons debuted on CBS. That lasted 11 seasons. Until 1985. 43 years ago, 1980, Studio 54 owners Steve Rubell and Ian Schrager sentenced to three and a half years in prison for tax evasion, fined $20,000. Ian Schrager, pardoned by President Obama in 2017, now owns a line of, like, massively successful upscale hotels. Steve Rubell died of AIDS in 89. That same day, 43 years ago, Pink Floyd's The Wall hits number one. 33 years ago, 1990, Washington, D.C. Mayor Marion Barry arrested in a drug enforcement sting after he was videotaped, smoking crack. His famous quote from that was, bitch, set me up. (laughs) Uh, 27 years ago, 1996, Lisa Marie Presley files for divorce from Michael Jackson after 20 months of just (sighs) weird marriage. I almost forgot they were married. Yep. 25 years ago, 1998, Titanic won four Golden Globes, including Best Drama and Best Director. Also at the awards, Alan McBeal beat Seinfeld as Best TV Comedy. Seven years ago, 2016, Glenn Fry from the Eagles dies at the age of 67. And last year, 2022, Microsoft said they are buying Activision Blizzard, 
publisher of online games, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush for $70 billion. Biggest ever gaming and tech takeover. And that's what happened last year. Night Court had a nine-season run, 84-92, nine to 92, and here's... <laughs> okay. Here, here's the scene. Bull, and this is Bull being taken by Bull, aliens. Bull's in Harry's office. And here's, oops, hang on. Shut off. This is Bull being taken by. Go ahead. Okay, go, go ahead. Okay, go play it. And now we're getting nothing. Okay. okay. So Bull's in here with two, two old folks. Let's see what you they say. The guy who would reach the stuff on our top shelves. So these are two aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And they just look. Like and they're Bulls looking for a tall guy. And that's what it does is classic. Okay. And then here comes a spaceship, and they and then assume that's they take him away. Just in the dark, in Harry's office. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and, it, and disappears. Roll credits, boys. Roll credits. Bowl taken then, by aliens. And then it does. It rolls, it rolls credits. credits. That's it. That's the end of Night Great. Court. What the heck? That's the now, last night. TV. That's the stinger. <clears throat> they just don't make TV like they used to, you know. Good I don't quality. believe they addressed it. Well, I, I hope we'll come. About it. He's alive. Yeah, well, he I wonder just, if he'll he just come, had a birthday. Like, re reappear in her oh. office. He just had a birthday. He's Richard like Richard Mole did. Richard Mull. Because because uh, Harry died and um, didn't the gal? Marky Post died. She has yeah, she passed away recently. Recently. Yep. Larroquette was the only original cast member that Dude, I saw last night. John Larroquette, that guy, I was just telling Riz, I haven't thought about that guy, seen that guy. He's just, you know, been in the mountains or something the last decade. And then this weekend, when, we, when I was watching football on Saturday, all they kept advertising was night court. And I was like, oh, John Larroquette, that's crazy. And then I went back to the hotel and uh, I was looking for a movie and I just put on stripes. He's the, the bad, bad guy. guy's John Larroquette. Yeah. I was like, the guy's invading right now. <laughs> He's a national treasure. All right, let's do crap on celebrities. And now, Crap on Celebrities. It is time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Your Crap on is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. So, you say you hate Valentine's Day and you have nobody to celebrate with. Well, you might want to plan a trip to Chicago between January 27th and February 26th. That's if somebody doesn't sue and shut this thing down. There's a company called Bucket Listers that's opening up a Taylor Swift-themed breakup bar called Bad Blood. The event's website says, quote, whether you want to sing about your lover, those who are never yours, those you've never, you're never getting back with, or those who still have your scarf, this is the perfect place for you. So it's a pop-up? I guess those are... I guess those That's are references to her songs. Uh, I guess it's like, yeah, a pop-up type bar. Admission is 22 bucks a person, and it includes welcome-themed cocktails. FYI, Bad Blood is not an official Taylor Swift event, so we'll see if this even happens. I guess you could say it's parody. How do you do that? You how, say, in the fine print, we are not associated with Taylor Swift. And that's it? I mean, as long as you don't sell her likeness. If you're not selling stuff that says Taylor Swift. But if you're saying it's not associated with Taylor Swift, you still get to use her name, right? Are they using her name? Uh, it's just called Bad Blood, and it looks like everything is themed after all the Taylor Swift uh, breakup stuff. Yeah, because you should do the not associated with, you know, fairly small and Taylor Swift real big. I mean, it sounds like something that would be hugely successful. Since I, I, I wonder what the workaround there is. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're interested, January 27th to January or to February 26th up in uh, Chicago. I'm sure she's got some pretty decent lawyers. So a live performance by Tyler Swift. <laughs> <laughs>
Who's that? Tyler Swift. He's actually a 20-year-old frat guy from... <laughs> uh, this is exciting for some. Uh, Channing Tatum is planning a remake of Patrick, Sw Patrick Swayze's 1990 hit, Ghost. His production company, Free Association, owns the rights, and in a profile, uh, he said that he'd play Patrick's role. Quote, uh, but we're going to do something different. I think it needs to change a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, Channing also did a Vanity Fair lie detector test where he was asked if he thinks he's a better stripper than his Magic Mike co-star Joe Manganiello, Goldfinger uh, tour manager. Former roadie. Uh, yeah, and here's his response. 100%. We're different classes of strippers. <laughs> when we look into the dictionary next to perfect specimen of a man, probably Joe is one of the bodies that pops up. He's kind of weirdly flawless. Uh, but as far as stripping goes, I would put myself above him dance-wise. Sorry, Joe. He also said that he would uh, go harder than Jennifer Lopez. Uh, we have a whole thing up on the blog yeah, for it. Yeah, I mean, but... I'm more of a Chris Farley from that Chippendales SNL yep. sketch. Old school. Would, would anybody be interested in this ghost remake? No. It's going to be a comedy. Be I'm going to say that. I bet they're, that's what he means by different. They're going to go. That's what they always do with the old movies. They just kind of go the like. Tongue in cheek. The, yeah, the buddy, the comedy route. I, I remember. Because like, Ghost took itself sweet. pretty seriously. Except yeah. for the Whoopi stuff. The Whoopi stuff is pretty funny. Whoopi stuff was funny, but like the, the whole thing about like. Storyline was pretty dark. Yeah. You know? It starts, yeah. Off, starts <laughs> off pretty dark. Right. He was murdered, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't think I ever saw the whole thing. It's, it, that's not my cup of tea. Yeah, watching it now, it's going to be extra dated, but, like, it's still a good movie. I and mean, there, there was a reason that it was huge. Sex. You know what? One of the scenes I do remember was in the subway. Remember, like, the homeless ghost? Yeah. Throws him off the train. Get Screaming. off my train. Yeah. I also remember, like, the dark shadows coming up, made like, oh, oh, <laughs> You're like, what? As a kid, I was like, hey, I'm not scared. Seriously, though, can we turn this off? Yeah. <laughs> just scary enough in 1990. Just, yeah, just enough when you're tiny. Jeremy Renner is still on the road to recovery after his nasty snowplow accident, uh, but at least the roads led him back to home to continue recuperating. It looks like he is home. The Hawkeye star tweeted, Outside my brain fog in recovery, I was very excited to watch episode 201 with my family at home, referring to the season two premiere of his show, Mayor of Kingstown, which, by the way, I read somewhere that they took the scars uh, or the, the, the damage yeah, off you of look his at the face. Promotion, if you look at the promotional posters for that show, it's like his face is all scarred up. But I guess yeah. since he got in the accident, they took those scars away and it's like his normal face. Yeah. As to not offend who? I know. That's Jeremy. I, Do you I, think I, he'd care? I, listen, he wants man, people I to watch that. I don't know, man. Yeah, he wouldn't. Has care. anybody seen Louder Milk? I don't think it's so, on no. Showtime. It's with the guy who uh, uh, the guy who plays Peter from Office Space. <clears throat> oh, Lawrence. Uh, mm. Isn't his name Lawrence something? No. Oh, Peter. Peter. You talking about Ron? Uh, Ron yeah, Livingston. Ron Livingston. It, what's your review on that? My brother said, "Dude, you got to you got to watch this. It's great." Ron Livingston's awesome. Yeah, and surprisingly good in Band of Brothers. Fantastic. And it's Ron Livingston and Will Sasso. From Mad TV. Whoa, Brian Regan's in it too. Yeah, he said, my brother says it's great. I haven't seen it. I'm in. Uh, this is a big step, by the way, for Jeremy. Initially, he was in critical condition at the beginning of the year after getting completely crushed by that snowcat. Uh, we were talking with Rafe yesterday because he was, you know, thought you read that it was like a, a, a snowmobile or a snowblower or whatever it was. And yeah. I was like, dude, this thing is a tank. I just didn't realize how big this thing yeah. was. Crazy man. big. If you haven't seen pictures of what uh, squished him. what hurt him, you should look it up. It's called a snow snowcat. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Snowcat. Um, wow. And I can never say their names correctly, but uh, Louder Milk is directed by Peter Fairley. Or Fairley. Oh, uh, yeah, one yeah. of the Fairleys. Yeah. Oh, really? Sweet. 
Uh, Madonna played Truth or Dare with a bunch of celebrities in a very not safe for work video. We can't play the whole thing, uh, but we can play a little bit of it. Damn, this, this is was to, odd. This is to announce her upcoming 40th anniversary tour. Did you did you see this video? I haven't seen it yet. I've I've heard uh, I've heard all the audio. The crazy thing is, like, it, she was making news yesterday because uh, she wiped. Remember, she's been getting a lot of heat for all the Instagram posts. Yeah, and she totally wiped it. Totally well, and wiped that, it. And that makes news because she wiped it to get this whole announcement out. Yes. So they're I mean they're they're playing they're playing chess here. As far as the uh, the stuff, the players include a- 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 Amy Schumer, Judd Apatow, Jack Black, Lil Wayne, Diplo, Eric Andre, um, and Jack Black, by the way, makes out with Madonna yeah. on a dare. Uh, after some mostly sexual hijinks settled down, this kind of stuff happened. Here's a clip. Madonna. Yeah? I dare you mm-hmm. to do a world tour and play your greatest mother hits. Whoa, that's not Four bad. decades? Yeah, bitch. 40 years? Yes. As in all those songs? Yeah. That's a lot of songs. It's a lot of songs. You think people would come to that show? I'll be there. We'll all be there. Okay, so the answer is... Yeah. So I guess just, you know, hits. Playing all our hits. Yeah, the video is filled with profanity. We'll put it up on the uh, on the blog. I mean, she really goes at it with Jack Black too. That's really weird. It was wild. Um, she's calling it the celebration tour, and it kicks off in Vancouver on July 16th. Uh, it'll hit 35 cities across North America and Europe. We'll have all the dates up there. Madonna says, "I am excited to explore as many songs as possible in hopes to give my fans the show they've been waiting for." That's a lot of songs, and I'm really curious to see how long she plays. Would your lady be into this? Uh, my lady's not a giant Madonna fan. She's more Christina Aguilera. Uh, my lady would be all over this. Um, listen, if if I, I'm curious because she owes me dinner, so I'm curious to go and see the show and see if I can get my dinner. I uh, I had the opportunity to go uh, at one of her tours with my wife, and I got that. Go with some friends. Oh, which one? Was it the one with, like right after the Austin Powers stuff? Uh, I don't know. It was one of those world tours. I got. I would like to see it just oh, so yeah. I, I know what it was, so I can like see it in detail. That's a cool thing, though, too. I think to do that because, like, when Tina wanted to see my girlfriend, loves Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Me too. Got her tickets. Went to Vegas, Caesar's Palace, whole deal. And I was like, why don't we go with another couple and you take a friend that loves her as much as you love her? Yeah. As opposed to, I would have been. I like Celine Dion, but I wouldn't have been like hyped about it. It would have been a thing that I was like, "I'm hyped for you." It's it's taking my wife to go see Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I get it. Yes, I get it." You probably enjoyed it though, right? I would. Oh, I would have loved the people watching alone. I mean, the bit I would have gotten out of it would have been worth going to but be like seeing how people. I think you'd enjoy this more with a friend who also likes Celine Dion. Yeah, you know I think what you I would mean? enjoy this more with a friend who likes Madonna. If I find my way in there, I think I'll be I'll, I'll, I'll be stoked to go. I just want to see it. I, I'm going to study it. Because honestly, dude, if, we, if you look at the four, like you said, four decades of songs, there's some uh, massive, badass I hope she songs. Does La Isla Bonita. How did it get weird with Jack Black? What's the question? Uh, she was making out they, with They made out. Made out. Like, oh. I dare you to make out with him. In a, was... in a very Jack Black style. I, I just saw a very brief clip of that. Uh, could Jack and Rose have both fit on the door at the end of Titanic? That has been the giant debate that has never been settled. Uh, completely irrelevant because there was no door. By the way, I've never Ooh. seen Titanic. Never saw it. He almost wears that like a badge. He's one of those guys. Uh, I've never seen it. No, I'm just being honest. I've just never saw it. <laughs> During a recent panel it's discussion. It's not bragging. I just never yeah. saw it. I mean, it did sink before he was born. 
Jim Cameron. Thank you. Jim Cameron says, it's technically not a door. It's a piece of wood paneling from the first class cabin. Cameron has always insisted that the reason Jack and Rose couldn't uh, both survive had nothing to do with there not being enough room. It was that uh, the piece of paneling would not have remained buoyant. So they did a forensic examination. or He says that they even did a forensic examination to settle the debate on this National Geographic special that's coming up. Titanic, 25 years later. It airs February 5th. So they proved that... I I know... I basically know the whole movie. Well, he won't say how it turned out, but he just says that uh, it came, they came to some pretty hard and fast conclusions. I know he draws her naked. I know the boat sinks. I know the whole door thing. And I know at the end she throws a priceless artifact into the water like an idiot. But if you watch the credits... He gets abducted by aliens. Oh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> At the end, he goes, okay. And he gets <laughs> And then they play the Celine Dion song. It's a good movie. I mean, it's it's a good piece of cinema. You're a fan of cinema. You should watch it. I'm a Billy Zane guy. <laughs> Billy, Billy Zane, Zane is, that is Billy Zane. It's heavy Zane. He Zanes out in it. <laughs> heavy Zane with hair. Uh, Harry hair. Zane. <laughs> a haired Billy Zane. Uh, Master P and Snoop Dogg's dream of being serial kings took another step towards reality on Monday. Uh, Master P announced a distro deal with Post Brands that will help bring their breakfast cereals to the masses. This line of cereals includes Fruit Hoops, with a Z, <laughs> Frosted Drizzlers, and Cinnamon Toasties. Okay, here's Master P and Snoop. I did a record deal. I sold 100 million records, and now we're in the cereal game. This is a new game, y'all. Thanks to folks. Y'all are the only company that stepped up and seen the vision. We talk about diversity, getting African-American-owned products on the shelves is so important. Because we spent over a trillion dollars, but no ownership. And that's what me and Snoop talked about, like, creating that diversity, putting products on the shelves, and be able to put money back into our community and our culture. So that's, this, this is bigger than the cereal. This is going to make a difference. Ah, Master P and Snoop cereal. No, it seems, hey. it seems pretty it's awesome. it's owned by Post? It's, uh, they're doing a distro deal with Post. Oh, I see. Okay. It's, uh, it's owned by them, from what I understand. But I bet you it's I bet you it's huge. You guys have had that wrap snack stuff before, right? Like the potato chips? Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The branding is funny. It's great. It's like really well done. It's clever, and the flavors are good. Like the chips are amazing. Um, you ever have wrap snacks? Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm not a fan of flavored, you know, potato chips. Oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> Missing out. I'm an I'm OG Lay's guy. I think there was a lawsuit with that though. I think regular Mattel. Lay's, regular Lay's. Mattel. You serial killer man. <laughs> <laughs> I do have tiny handwriting. Uh, you guys seen this White Lotus? It's everywhere. Everybody's talking. Uh, I, I saw a couple episodes of the first season. I, I didn't dislike it. I just never was never never got into it. But it's like a beautiful setting, like this the oh, scene, right? Yeah, yeah. They're on like an all inclusive resort. Well, if you were so inclined, Airbnb has you covered for an unsurprisingly steep price to enjoy the place where Harper and Daphne's unlikely friendship began to come to come together. Uh, that would be Villa Tasca in Palermo. It's called Noto in the show, but the cost of staying. Uh, so you've seen it. Yeah. What do you think the cost of staying at this place would be? Oh God. Villa Tasca. Uh, how much per night? Per night. Give me a per night. By the way, there's a three-night minimum stay. It's, uh, five grand. That's $6,000. $5,990 per night. Three days minimum stay. Uh, even if you manage to pack out the place with full capacity of guests, which is only eight, still super pricey. Uh, the selling po- points include this. Quote, play family games on lush lawn chairs. Stir up Victorian-style intrigue amid century-old trees and citrus groves. Okay, so we have chairs and trees. Okay. Party on. Steal a honeymoon-worthy moment in the greenhouse. Boring. <laughs> Watch the swans paddle their way through the pond. Oh. <laughs> Swan watching. 
Uh, there's also a swimming pool and furnished terrace and inside a billiards room, music room, bar, TV, and Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. You watch the grass grow. Yes. And they, now, is there HBO? It is beautiful. I, it doesn't mention HBO, so oh, I'm not sure. Your holiday uh, estate includes service from a full staff. Though, I'm so sure if you want to shut it down, there's a place to be. That's cool. Uh, and lastly, remember when MTV actually had a, you know music television? I'm wearing an MTV hoodie right now. Loudwire put together a list of the 11 best MTV shows that were all about music. Tell you right now. Tell you what it is. Tell you the top two. No particular order, but I do have, for some reason, numbered rankings. Okay, for me... 120 minutes and Headbangers Ball. 120 minutes is on there. That's number four. It ran from 86 to 2003. It was revived in 2011 and 2013. And 120 minutes. And uh, uh, there was another one called um, Early Warning or, or something Warning. That was the first time I was featured on MTV. Oh. So those were like, that was like the very beginning of that thing and the end of 120 minutes. And it was 120 minutes hosted by Matt a, Penfield. Yeah, and, it was uh, a big deal to spread new bands. And Headbangers Ball with Ricky Rockman. Uh, that's Dang, number five. Yeah. That ran from 87 to 95, revived on MTV2 from 03 to 2012. What else? Uh, Yo MTV Raps with uh, Dre and Ed Lover. Yo MTV Raps. That ran from 88 to 95, revived last year on Paramount+. Plus. That was a great one. Would the Unplugged be part of this kind of series? Or um, MTV Unplugged is number two, 1989 to present. Oh, they considered that, huh? Yes. And what about TRL? TRL, number oh, one. one. 98 to 2008, revived from 17 to 2019. I remember when POD made that and Corn made that. That was incredible. It was cool because you had really kind of all genres. It was like Britney Spears and then POD next, and I thought it was so amazing. Yeah, that was that was great. And they only played, what, uh, 83 Three seconds, seconds of, yeah. uh, of the videos? Yeah. Carson Daly. Uh, you're, you're, you're missing a, a big one that I thought was great for fans. A as a fan, I thought it was the best. Uh, on MTV. Making the video oh. from 99 to oh. 2010. That was huge. Uh, I thought that was great. Behind those were the my scenes. my lost years. I wasn't really watching much on TV. That's my lost years. Uh, from 92 to 97, Alternative Nation. Oh, yeah. It's great. Um, Ken was that Kennedy that hosted that? I don't remember that. I don't remember this one. This is from 83 to 87. It was called IRS. Uh, IRS Records presents The Cutting Edge. What years? Downtown Julie Brown. 83 to 87. That, but she, that was, was that Club MTV? Mm. Um, yeah, it sounds right. Another one only ran for one season in 1990 called Turn It Up. I don't know that I don't one. don't remember that one. And then the other one is uh, All Things Rock from 20, uh, 2002 to 2005. I don't remember that, but I assume mm. there's rock involved. Do you remember <laughs> Downtown Julie Brown's, like, phrase? No, what was it? It was Wubba Wubba Wubba. <laughs> In a British accent? Yeah. British, right? Yep. Wubba, what did wubba, that mean? Wubba. wubba, wubba, wubba. I have no idea. Is it something to say? Something she said. And then she was in Playboy. <laughs> nice. That's, Dude, I... Uh, you got to be careful saying those words or end up in Playboy. For all those listeners out there also that can't afford the White Lotus Airbnb, I want you to know that you can rent Burt Reynolds' houseboat in Florida on Airbnb for $100 a night. And if you don't believe me, look it up. Burt Reynolds' uh, My houseboat? buddy just stayed in it. Yeah, it's Burt Reynolds' 1985 <laughs> houseboat. Really? And it has that, not been nice, maintained huh? greatly, but it is chocked full of Burt Reynolds smoking the bandit memorabilia. Whoa. And, dude, kind of cool, to be well, honest. Probably hasn't, bucks been a night. probably hasn't been owned by Burt Reynolds since 1986. No, yeah. somebody's, like, bought it and turned it into... Is that, like... Jason Alexander, George Costanza getting George uh, John Voight's car. But it is, sir. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's certified. It is great. 
That's this, funny. You, you mentioned POD too, dude. I I watch uh, comedy videos for our comedy festival, Flyover Festival, and someone paid money one time to submit to the comedy, and I almost let him in because it was so funny. Instead of the the link to view their five minutes of stand up comedy, took me directly to POD's Youth of a Nation video right <laughs> on the hook. So when you, I clicked to watch the comedy. After watching all these videos of bad open micers going up, it was like, we are, we are, you <laughs> of the nation. And I was like, dude, I kind of want to, someone paid 25 bucks to get that joke off. And I respect it. And, and I kind of wanted to let him into the festival. And he didn't even see the payoff. No, he just knew it. <laughs> Whoever did it, he or she, was like, this joke's not for me. It's for the world. Yeah, well, yeah, the fact that somebody could send a joke out like that and not, Get the payoff no, himself. Is, they just got it. They just talked about special. it live on the air. All right, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Jason Siegel, who is a marshal on How I Met Your Mother, is 43. Jonathan Davis from Corn is 52. Dave Batista, Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's also in the, uh, the Dune remake. Former WWE superstar, he is 54. Comedian David Tell is 58. What a wonderful guest on our show. He's, he's been the two times he was here. David Tell. First time he was here, he got all his stuff stolen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was three times, though, right? Isn't he a third? I think he's a two I was time. opening for him that weekend. When he got his stuff stolen? Yeah. At the east side? Yep. Yep. He went over to the east side, and he got the full treatment. He got... <laughs> That's a different review from that lady, too. If she takes the metro too far. <laughs> I walked around this beautiful neighborhood called Sauge, and, uh, well, it's crazy. There's a place called Pops, and it's open all the time. Uh, there are guard towers there, aren't there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, up in that parking lot. Like, yeah, guard dude. towers. Yeah, she didn't see that that part of the city. Uh, Mark Messier, uh, New York Rangers legend, is 62. Kevin Costner, 68. And WWF's million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Who is now an ordained minister, apparently. He is uh, 69 today. Oh, a sexy 69. Nice. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Kendra James. And today's birthday, girl, she's been busy. 538 fine films, including Almost Caught, and then Almost Caught Again, uh, Brunettes Always Win, and a movie called Meat Puppet. Don't know what that's about. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Mistress's Pain Party. <laughs> In a movie called Public Ashtray, which... <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Roped and Groped 7, Your Ass is Mine, and Who Could Forget a Role in 2012's Dirty Bitch Feet. Kendra James is 42 years old. It's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on Celebrities. Happy birthday. Well-deserved day off today, Kendra. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, and we will give away some Metallica tickets. So we are playing Matchup with Moon next. <laughs> King Scott will be your host. King Scott will ask us five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, myself or Moon, our respective teammates on the phone will win Metallica tickets. It's a big deal. Big gamble. It's a big deal, Rafe. Matchup with Moon is next. This is Ben. And Bob. You can hear us while you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, Ray Williams is here. I know you want to plug a, uh, a charitable endeavor yes. that you got going on this weekend. Yes, please. Yes, Saturday, this Saturday, I believe it's the 21st. A good friend of mine named Jody Werner, her family home, her grandmother, 
several family members lived in it. It burned down, unfortunately. No one was, gratefully, nobody was That's hurt. Awesome. But they lost everything. We're trying to do a fundraiser. I'm going to have three or four headliners plus an improv team headline at the Improv Shop in Onchoto in the Grove. 8 o'clock Saturday night. Go to theimprovshop.com. Get tickets or 25 bucks. All the proceeds go to the family. We're going to have raffles, giveaways, silent auctions, all kinds of cool stuff going on, and a whole bunch of comedy, including myself. Uh, my partner, Tina D-Ball, also a headliner. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Angela Smith, Charlie Winfrey, Teal Pierce, Ella Fritz, uh, Kevin McKernan, brother of Tim McKernan, and uh, Andy Slowey are going to do uh, Tim improv. Next door. Tim McKernan's oh, little brother is quite the improviser, let me tell you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's all for a good cause. It's going to help their family. So please go buy tickets. I want to sell this thing out. I'm going to throw out uh, the official eagle call. Eagle call! That's <laughs> big. Oh, man. That's big. I can't believe that just happened, dude. Yeah. I got. I need to, I'm reeling right now. <laughs> uh, you throw it up on the socials again, Scott, if okay. you would. I can do that. Um, before we get to Match Up and Moon, I do have to say that today is National Thesaurus Day. Did you know? Oh, I did not know. National Thesaurus Day. What kind of, what's another word for that? Somebody Jurassic. actually, somebody sent me an article. And so National Thesaurus Day, we are encouraged to expand our vocabulary today. All right. Oh, you're going to give us some words and we have to tell you. No, and, and, and they, uh, in the article they sent me, uh, they were like, in honor of such a day, uh, here are some alternatives to common words that could make you sound smart. Or better yet, astute, brainy, and wise. And I'm thinking if anybody uses any of these words around me, I'm going to hate them. Uh, no, you won't. Yes, they will. No. Or I will. Because they sound <laughs> like pretentious douchebags. Or educators. Educators. <laughs> pretentious douchebags. Like, instead of happy, say, I'm delighted. Ugh. Instead of worried today, say, I'm agitated. Instead of begin, you say, let's commence. <laughs> that one's nice. Commence with match up with moon. Or instead of think about you, say contemplate. Or instead of I love you, say I adore you. Mm. Instead of it's cold out, you say it's frigid. <laughs> <laughs> it's frigid. <laughs> I hate all these words. Oh, I love them. Mm -hmm. Instead of wrong, you say erroneous. <laughs> Instead of fast, you say expeditiously. Who would say that? All these words sound like a rich kid in a hot air balloon in like 1804 <laughs> would be like, Father, Father, I'm fatigued. Put me up in the hot air balloon expeditiously. <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, instead of uh, asking about something, you would inquire about it. Daddy, I'm agitated. Oh <laughs> May I inquire why my hot air balloon isn't above the pines right now? Son, allow me to contemplate that. <laughs> oh, yuck. Daddy, I adore you. <laughs> uh. Ooh, it's frigid out. <laughs> I like this. All right, these terms work. No. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 it's frigid out. <laughs> Egads. <laughs> oh my gosh, my mother says that. Egads? It's frigid. Yeah. Isn't that Calvin and Hobbes there? Egads. Your mom uses the word like egads? Egadzooks, yeah. Gadzooks, really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, she's uh, a yeah. time traveler. Old school. Yeah, I mean, I mean, old school. She's turning 80 this year, y'all. So we're talking. Here's Moon's mom. Oh <laughs> my God. That's, that's his mom. 
using VR for the first time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Dude, I punched my friend the first time I used VR, and I felt so bad. About it. I mean, it was on him a little. Well, you got the whole thing on. Yeah. You got the rig on. That's and it was like fault. a That's fighting game. And I guess they were like, all right, let's... He approached me, and I... I popped him. I mean, that's on him. <laughs> yeah, that's on him. That's on him. I popped him. All his it, it was a good one, too, dude. It was not, it was full, like. Full solid. I think he didn't expect me to be like, move. I was moving my feet, dude. I was getting his footwork in, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of, <laughs> and then like, I just took a step forward and I think he was like laughing at me. You know, everybody likes to gather around and laugh at you. Well, who's laughing now? Tim Walsh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it the boxing one, the Creed one? I uh, wasn't. It was some kind of like thing where you were like trying. You had to like hit stuff as oh, it was coming okay. at you. Yeah, it yeah. was like early on VR. The boxing, was like the Will one, Smith one. I smoked him though. The boxing one on Oculus is like you are sweating within two minutes. It's so gnarly because yeah. you, you assume the harder you throw, like the, the harder the punches in the game. Yeah, so yeah. you are like throwing yeah. punches. Yeah, my son's got one. Where you got to climb a climb a mountain in a building. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like. You know, it's a workout. I mean, you're you're climbing, you're yeah. doing the climbing motions, awesome. and, you're and you look so things. cool too. You know? Oh no. yeah, yeah, <laughs> very cool. I got a fishing one, like oh. a fishing. Yeah, and uh, I'd be on the couch fishing. Yep, I've done that many times. And somebody took a picture of me doing that. And even <laughs> I had to destroy yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Destroy that. Destroy that picture. Your form's not as good as you think it is in your head. No, 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 no. It looks good on the game. You know, the rod and reel going out. Oh, yeah. Lines going crushing out. this, dude. That's probably, I bet if we saw his boxing, it wouldn't be great either. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm kicking his ass right now. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm fishing on the couch, and I have a, I have a pond behind my house. Where I can uh, actually fish. Right. Yeah, but this is climate controlled. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do the cartoon one where you have to like go to different places yeah, and like, catch some yeah. special fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do that yeah, too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play match up with Moon. And now it's time for Match Up with Moon. And it's sponsored by TR Hughes. Won $25,000 off a of move in ready home. Visit trhughes.com. All right, so we have uh, Metallica tickets to give away. That's going to be an awesome weekend. So that's a no-repeat weekend for Metallica. So the, the songs they do on night number one, you're not going to hear any of those songs on night number two. So here's the deal. King Scott will ask us five questions each. Well, same five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win. Now, Moon, as, uh, as the reigning champion... I am Raven, in case you didn't know. Oh. Last year's series champion. Champion 2022. Uh, I will choose to receive the questions first, put Moon in isolation. All right, man. Defer. You get the kickoff. And you both had some college, right? Some, some college, yeah. Okay, some the, college. The drop these down are all menu, collegiate level. The drop-down yeah. menu would say some college. Academic, <laughs> academic probation, St. Louis yes. Community okay. College. Should be good then. <laughs> uh, Raven, feel free to critique uh, King Scott's hosting abilities. Yeah. Or compliment. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You know, you're right. And feel they, free to They went me. real negative on a day we started positive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remain positive. Thank you. Feel free to fill me in on any hints. I will. Thank you. Uh, let's go to the phones. And uh, we've got Amanda in Belleville. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Team Riz, Team Moon. I am going to choose Team Moon. Oh, yeah. Man. Ooh, Woo! Happy birthday, Riz. I don't care what you say, man. Oh. I hope you lose. 
Oh, we've got another Amanda from Granite City. Granite City's got my back, right, Amanda? Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> so Thanks. confident. Thanks for being enthusiastic yeah. this morning. Hang on, Amanda. <laughs> and Amanda's <laughs> getting tickets. Mm -hmm. All right. So the moon's going into isolation. Isolation is just headphones with music playing. Loud um, music. Loud music. Ready? And what do you what do you got going there? Very loud. What do you got going there? Hey! Don't yell at me. What do you got going there? I can't even hear you. Remove remove an ear. What? What, are we uh, doing? what song you got going? Um, I've got head mounted sideways from Vola. What? It is loud, boys. <laughs> loud. All right, he's out. He's in isolation. All right, Scott, here we go. Match up with Moon round one. Please welcome our host, King Scott, everybody. Hello, everybody. First one, multiple choice here. Tennis star Serena Williams won which major tournament while pregnant with her first child, the Australian Open, Wimbledon, or the French Open? Australian Open. And what is the largest type of deer? Largest type of deer? Uh, a white-tailed deer? Oh. oh. Okay. Okay, Rafe. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm just... I, I don't my know, critiques I, are going everywhere, I, I, dude. I, I, I'm not, I don't know deer. I'm on a swivel. All right. What is the lowest army rank of a U.S. soldier? Private. It's good. Thanks. Where is the Sea of Tranquility located? The moon. Man, if he gets that one wrong, mm. <laughs> going on his a, face. <laughs> on a dartboard, what number is directly opposite number one? Mm. Opposite. Oh boy. That's, that's I know a, this one. That's a good one. Oh, aren't you smart? <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm a bar person. <laughs> I'm uh, of the ilk. Number one, opposite of number one is 19. Close. 19. And then the bonus question What year did Serena begin her professional career? 1998. Okay, it's a tiebreaker. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Hey, Perfect. poker face. So far, he's doing great, by the way. Really? You just Thank got, you. You got a very calm. You don't make the guests feel rushed. You know what I mean? <sighs> Woohoo! Put him in a good spot. Thank you, sir. Tell you what, man. Can you not Can you not give me that kind of music? Can you give oh, me something brother, I like? I'm giving you what I got. Come on, man. This is, wanna, this is how it's fair. I we like. get the same song. That way our brains are in the same spot. You know what I'm saying? He already answered. That's a good point. I'll give you this song on the next one then. Okay, go ahead. Hit it. Nah, forget it. Hit it. You're going to get ripped. Oh, boy. That's aggressive. Ripped, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moon. Multiple choice hey, here. Hey, Scott. Tennis star Serena Williams won which major tournament while pregnant with her first child? Uh, multiple choice again. Australian Open, Wimbledon, or the French Open? I'll say Aussie. Hmm. What, wait, what, what were the choices? Australian Open, Wimbledon, or the French Open. Hmm. You know, I would say Australian, but you know what I'm, I'm thinking? I'm thinking Scott puts together a multiple choice. He's not putting the right answer first. Oh, now we're, that's an interesting tact. You know, like knowing Scott, let me think. Well, I don't. Oh, man, Australian? Then you said Wimbledon or French. Mm. Are you putting it in the middle? I'm going to stay with Australian. Stay with my gut. All right. Okay. It's wrong, but... What is the largest type of deer? Uh, that's a... Mm. I'm going to assume it's a moose. It's an elk or a moose. I'll say moose. Is a moose a deer? I don't know. It's a good... 
It's a risk. I think a moose is a You're either right or it's you took you went too far out on the ledge. <laughs> yeah, I did. I saw it's an elk or a or a moose, but I'll I'll stick with moose. It's probably wrong. Okay. What is the lowest army rank of a US soldier? Private. And where's the Sea of Tranquility located? The Sea of Tranquility is on the moon. On a dartboard, what number is directly opposite number one? Mm. Twenty. Mm. And for your the bonus question, um, or the tie breaker, what year did Serena begin her professional career? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Man, what year is it now? She just retired, right? 23. I'm going to say... Oh, shoot. I'll say 2000. All righty. Perfect. All right. Dang, man. Good. Tell you what. It's a pretty ripping song, though, right? You know what? I, I'm all of these. Uh, yeah, not bad. <laughs> it's pretty that cool. pretty good it's song. pretty cool. What was it called? Uh, it's called uh, Head Mounted Sideways by Vola. This is Johnny Venus's favorite band. That's, Vola? That was pretty good. Uh, pretty ripping. Vola. You have to send that Spell over. He took is. your shirt off, which I thought yeah. was crazy. <laughs> he said it's... Is it it's, spelled, I was like, man, what's he listening to, man? V-U-L-V-A? No, it's the... <laughs> or is it voila? It's, no, it's the common spelling. V-O-L-A. Okay. It's not voila. Oh, that's... All right. I Vola. A different word. Uh, let's get the answers. I'm playing for Amanda from Granite City, and Moon is playing for the other Amanda. From, yes, uh, Amanda's getting tickets Delvin. today, baby. Woo! Get, one Amanda is guaranteed to get tickets. All right. Here we go. Let's rip it. All right. Multiple choice was the first question. Tennis star Serena Williams won which major tournament while pregnant with her first child? Australian Open, Wimbledon, or French Open? Riz, confident. He said no Australian Open. There. And Moon, he said, uh, I wouldn't go with the first answer, so he uh, ended up going <laughs> Australian Open anyways, and you're both correct. Oh, yes! One to one. Yeah. Settle down. No, you don't understand. <laughs> Calm like, down. I, that was a total shot in the dark. It just <laughs> sounded. It was his t- typical. I don't know. I but, but, it breaks it down. Yeah, but I'm. Right. But I was like going against what I thought. I, I feel good. Feeling yeah. good, nice Lewis. Work, All right. One to one. One All to right. one. <laughs> what is the largest type of deer? Oh God. Riz I'm, said white tail. You're wrong, man. And Moon couldn't I'm, decide I'm if it was between elk or moose or if they're deer. He didn't know, so he ended up with moose, and he's correct. It's moose. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know if that was in the deer family. Yeah. Yeah. It's Good in to the know. Deer family. I didn't know that was in the deer family. That's a BS question. By the way. <clears throat> Not really. Two to one. I think that's kind of pocket. I thought that was a nice. One. I didn't know moose were deer. Yeah, me neither. I thought moose were moose. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I thought we were talking about types of. Deer. I thought they had deer in the title. Like a white I mean, it wasn't even deer. sure elk qualified. I thought we were going to have to go like mule deer or something like that. That's what I thought we were going, but okay, I'm not going to complain. I'm gonna let you <laughs> take a risk, man. Hey, you went out on a ledge hey, for a, your Amanda, yeah, and yeah. it paid off. I'm going to let you spin wheels here. What do you mean spin wheels? Oh, wait, you're, everybody you're on a stationary bike. I put his shirt back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not looking too good. You're going case. nowhere. All right, what is the lowest army rank of a U.S. soldier? Riz, you said private. Moon said private. You're both correct. Yeah, privates. Where's the Sea of Tranquility located? Riz, you said the moon. And Moon said the moon. And you're both correct. Last and, question. All right, last question. Yeah, last question. On a dartboard. On a dartboard, what number is directly opposite number one? Riz Damn said it. 19. Oh, no. Moon said is it 20. 19? Is it 19? It's 19. Oh! Hey! We have a tie. We have a tie. Four to four. Oh, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I don't play darts I'll enough. take my shirt off again. <laughs> it's oh, off yeah. again. This is good. It's off again. Gosh darn. He's burning it. He I was ready to put what? a jacket on. You even looking at me? You thought it was 22. No, I said he got it. Oh, I said I, this I, is oh, where you get even. Oh. Sorry, I was... There was a lot of hand motioning that didn't uh, make sense. <laughs> I, you gave me confidence and uh, oh, he took it away. I was saying you answered differently, so this was his chance to get even. Gosh darn. Because you guys were the same on a couple. Tiebreaker. What year did Serena begin her professional career? Riz said 1998. Moon said 2000. And the answer is 1995. So. All right. <laughs> Woo. Let me talk to the winner over here, The enthusiastic Amanda. Amanda. Damn, man. Amanda, Granite City, you win. Sorry, Amanda. We win. Heck Sorry. yeah. Sorry, Heck Amanda. yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Big win for the Steel Big City. <laughs> Another Big win for G-Town. Another sports question, I'll tell you what. What is sports question? <laughs> 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 that was a pretty fair one. <laughs> 19 darts. 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 You play, you play as much darts as I do. That's absolutely wrong. I have. I, I played darts twice 20's on top, life. right? 20's the yeah, moon of the dartboard. Right oh, there is a 20, though. There, there is. is. And it's next that. to one. It's right next uh, to one. Uh, it's, not the, it's not the opposite, though. Yeah, I don't even know how to play darts. I know you throw yeah. the darts, but I don't know, like, mm. I don't know the... You know the sharp things with I the Yeah, I know, feathers. I'm saying I don't know yeah. the numbers game. Like, the couple times... You know the numbers, huh? Okay. No. I know that uh, Scott's pretty good at it. Are you? Yeah. Uh, Hunter, hello. Hello. Hunter and High Ridge, Team Riz and Team Moon. I'm going to go with Moon. History would say that he will win the second round. Well, I yeah, hope baby. you're wrong, so hang on, Hunter. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> These people never learn. <laughs> Jake, hello. Happy birthday, Riz. Jake, it. Team Riz, hang on one second. Hang on. Okay. Do you want me to, I'm just going to continue whatever. that song. You just, you're, you're, li you're liking it. Yeah, but how long is the song? Are we going to repeat it? It's got another three minutes, bro. It's, he doesn't have you know, any more shirts. It's yeah. heavy. You're going to rip this off. <laughs> all the metal. metal everywhere. <laughs> Somebody said I, I look like Fidel Castro with their shirt on. <laughs> oh, my <What>? gosh. <laughs> it's only because, it's only because you got green, green and green. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you, yeah. you do kind of look like. so good. If, cool, that, if that was camo in any way. If you're smoking like a big cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex, I, you know how he had all the doubles? <laughs> yeah. He, had all, he was like him and Saddam had all the body doubles. Uh, tune in to the webcam. You're, just, yeah, you're like webcam. the guy he sends out for coffee to see if anybody's trying to kill him. <laughs> right. Put on the headphones. Okay. Lose the round. Let's hey. go. American pig. Here I go. <laughs> All right, Scott. Don't do anything stupid. Okay. What is the driest continent? Mm. Oh, see that? That might be a trick question here. That might be a trick question here. Because, I mean, is it dry? If is Is water dry if it's ice? You know what I'm saying? Don't nah, know. See, this Another is, risk. This is like moose. This is obnoxious. No, it's not like moose. That's like a fact. Like that's a deer. This is water in multiple multiple forms. When he says wet or dry. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? There's like a. Well, that's wouldn't that be a fact too? Man, I'm gonna say Australia or Antarctica, but like, give me the question exactly how you asked it. What is the driest continent? Oh darn it! I mean, dry. If we're talking wet and dry, wet is like. I touched something and now I'm wet. I'm going to say Antarctica. Okay. And if you come back with anything else, I'm going to argue. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling it might be precipitation, but we'll see. What was Babe Ruth's first name? George? If a male donkey is a jack, what is the female called? 
uh, I mean, I would assume it'd be Jill. <laughs> but uh, good guess, <laughs> right? I mean, that sounds ridiculous. Uh, a, a male donkey is a jack, and the female is an ass. A Jill, uh, a Jill ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. What a what a question, man! I tell you. A uh, male is a jack. Um, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm going to say ass because that's going to, I mean. Okay. All right. <laughs> what is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? The the highest grossing Hollywood movie. No, hol- holiday. Sorry. Holiday movie of like, all time. Oh, like it, it, it's a holiday film or it came out on a holiday? A holiday film. Okay. Um, gee whiz, dude. Gee whiz. <sighs> that I don't know. Yeah, I got a couple in my brain. That's tough. I don't have a clue. I- I'm gonna go with Home Alone, but I- I'm good. That's a good one. That's a good guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm assuming he's not just talking about theaters. He's talking about like sold everything. All in. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay. What's a newly hatched butterfly called? Oh, I don't know. A butterfly. I mean, it wasn't a butterfly before it hatched, so now it's a hatchling. Hatchling. I'll say hatchling. That's all wrong. Okay. All right. And for the tiebreaker, what year did Bernard Gilkey make his MLB debut? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to say 1989. All right. All no, right. I'll, I'll say 87. Oh, good. Yes, sir. Okay. How'd you do, pal? Man, <laughs> he's not feeling too confident. Tell you what, I threw myself all over in my brain, and I don't even remember the questions. All right. Hey, good. Hey, I'm good, ready. Good luck, my friend. Get in isolation. All right. He said some pretty outlandish stuff, man. I'm gonna tell you that up front. <laughs> Just stay in your lane. All right. And I'll Jake right. has this. Hunter will rue the day. A lot of talking over there. Are you doing hints or something? Oh, no. Is he giving you hints? Be honest. No. No. He's smiling real big no. right now. <laughs> and you're real straight-faced. Hey, seriously, is there shenanigans? No. 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 No shenanigans. Total fairness. Play the game fair, Riz. I do play the game fair. You would never do that to the listeners. What is the driest continent? Antarctica. Hmm. What was Babe Ruth's first name? George. If a male donkey is a jack, what is the female called? A donkey. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Hmm. Highest grossing holiday movie of all time. Man, that's a, good, that's a great question. That's a couple in my great mind. question. He had a good one for this. Let's see. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, mm, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm thinking Home Alone is my first instinct. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Home okay. Alone. Home Alone. Good answer. What's a newly hatched butterfly called? Is it a pupa? I'm going to go with that. Pupa. Okay. okay. And for the tiebreaker. Oh, oh, tiebreaker. Yeah. tiebreaker. What year did Bernard Gilkey make his MLB debut? Ah, friend of the Riz show, yeah. Bernard Gilkey. When did he make his debut? Yeah. Uh, 19... 91. Okay. All right. All right, Mooners. 
Here Good. we go. Yep. All right, man. Let's do this. You rip through it. You must know your butterfly. Well, it was either. I, you know, I, I knew it or didn't. He was definitive on that one. It surprised me, actually. He was very definitive. He made a choice. I've been he... to the butterfly house. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, my first rodeo in the butterfly house. Whatever. Here we go. I don't feel good about this. What is the driest continent? Mm. Moon, you said originally Australia or Antarctica. And you couldn't figure it out, but you just you went to Antarctica. Then Riz said Antarctica. He knew it right off the bat, but yeah. it's uh, Antarctica. You both correct? Yeah, baby. Man, I, I thought it was a trick question. Good yeah. call. No, I, I knew that. I Wasn't knew that sure. was like a good like that was a trivia question somewhere. I saw it was well, yeah. good for you. Nice. <laughs> Better for me for guessing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did good. Uh, what was Babe Ruth's first name? And you both said George. You both correct. The only middle name. Herman. 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 George Herman Ruth. The only reason I remember that is because in the Sandlot, when they go over to James Earl Jones's house and uh, they say, "You knew Babe Ruth," and he goes, "George," yeah. <laughs> and it's the greatest line ever. Yep. <laughs> if a male donkey is the Jack, what is the female called? Riz, you said donkey. Moon said ass, and you're both incorrect. Is Jenny? Jenny. Oh, oh that, I have heard that before. Yeah. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? And Moon went with Home Alone. Riz went with Home Alone. And it's The Grinch from 2018. Ah, man, I was going to say what's your second choice, but yeah. I, uh, it wouldn't have been The Grinch. It I wouldn't have been part- The Grinch for yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Elf when I first I saw it. I thought it was going to be The Santa Claus, like one of those Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I even would have thrown, like, maybe Christmas Vacation in the ring. But I don't know how well that yeah, did. Yeah, I wonder theaters. how that did, actually, when it was released. Yeah. Huh. Probably oh, Merchants. The Grinch. Oh, wait, Grinch? Yeah, I don't know. Um, what is, what's a, oh, what's a score? It's two to two, right? Two now. to two. Thank you, Rafe. Man, I'm just thinking through oh, some of these other ones. Um, I didn't know. Scott. Uh, not feeling what's good. a newly hatched butterfly called? Riz, you said pupa. And Moon said hatchling. Mm. And it's caterpillar or larva. The same thing. That's the answer? Yeah. Mm, two what is it, to pupa? two. Wait, you, you're looking for like the stage names of... I thought you, you, okay. Like okay. when it becomes a butterfly, yeah, I misunderstood it. I thought it was like what I thought it was when it becomes a butterfly. When it becomes when it, a butterfly, well, he might hatch when it first like comes out of the the, the egg yeah. or whatever. Oh, I would have said caterpillar. I would have too. I would have said caterpillar. That's okay. We both got it wrong. We both would have got it right. Okay. What is a pupa? Is not part of the isn't yeah that larva a stage? pupa something else yeah. a butterfly. You did good there. Uh, what year no, did Bernard Gilkey no, no, make? We, did, we didn't do good. <laughs> well, that pupa Scott, thing. say this is the tiebreaker. We're tied. This is the tiebreaker. Drama, Scott. All right, Jeez. this is tiebreaker. Oh, oh, it is tied. To two. It is tied. Yes. Here's the tiebreaker. This is on the line. Come on, Seacrest. What year Shh, did Bernard Gilkey make his MLB debut? I went. I went too late. I went Moon. too late on this. He said originally 1989, but then he switched to 1987 to the last oh, second. I bet boy. you it was 84. Riz 85. said 1991. I think I went too late. And the answer is 1990. Oh, man. Woo. Three to two. Oh, oh, oh. On tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm not shaking hands on tiebreaker losses. Moon denied. No, that's, see, that's, you see? No, there's, there's some, write it down. Sore loser. Skunk. Not, 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 not a sore loser. Yeah, just, no, you're a sore loser. I'm a sad loser. You know what? Fidel's been saying this for a long time. <laughs> <The> Americans <laughs> can't sore stand losing. <laughs> sore losers. <laughs> let me talk to Dude, you. losing on two tiebreakers. Let me talk to Jake for a second. Jake, we won, buddy! Let's go, Riz. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, I'm not going with you. You could take somebody else, but... You will go to Metallica with somebody else. Hang on one second. Friday night's like their hits, right? And Sunday's going to be all the deep cuts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, Sunday's going to be all Celine Dion covers, which actually I wouldn't go pay to see. Metallica doing Celine. Metallica I mean, does Celine. Cool. Gosh dang. I see you're typing things in to, to kind of verify. I just want to see the date. MLB debut, 1990. His rookie year was 91. His debut is 90. That's how you do that. Man, That's how you what. do that, Rafe. Tell you what. That's how you answer questions. Turns on. That's how you win on tiebreakers. Oh, come, see, come on, man. Hey, I'm not taking it away from you. I'm just bummed to me. Let me be bummed. As sore of a loser as you are, you should understand. <laughs> I'm a gracious loser and gracious winner, always. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can be bummed. I'm bummed. I'm a competitor. You say different, he'll throw you in the gulag. I'm a competitor. What do you, you want somebody that's like okay losing? No. Nobody wants that guy on their team. Oh, it's okay. I lost. No big deal. No, that's not what you want. You want a competitor. I want a fighter. You want a, you want a, like I a, want a adrenaline filled. So Angry Rafe, man. Rafe, what are your reviews on the questions? You did great, bud. You kept it calm. You, you made them feel at ease. You didn't uh, You didn't make them feel dumb when they gave really dumb answers. You there were no me. dumb answers. You screwed me, dude. I mean, hatchling wasn't great. <laughs> uh, there was no some... stage of the butterfly, regardless that's hatchling. But I was like, were you, went, were you, you impressed by pupa? I was, because you came you. with it quick. And yeah, I was like, man, you. he went like, third grade science book. <laughs> I saw you go, your eyes rolled back in your head like a little mental cabinet came open. Kindergarten. We had and you them. were like, you pulled a little file out. Kindergarten. It was great. Like we had, you know, we watched the caterpillar go to the butterfly. Right, yeah. The whole thing. Okay. Uh, your emails after the break. A lot of emails about vanity plates. That was a hot topic yesterday. Hey, what's going on? This is Tom Arnold. I like fat women and cocaine. And I also like listening to the Rizzuto Show. That's the show you're listening to now. It's my favorite show. It's my sponsor's favorite show. Probably shouldn't say that out loud, but it's true. Anyways, happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> I'll snoring at the end. Sponsor's favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to the program. Rafe Williams here is here. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Chris Kerbin just a little bit, talk some blues hockey. Just some of your emails, which were sent over to Rizshow1057thepoint.com. Also, some of the uh, feedback sent over via the 1057The Point mobile app. A lot of, lot of talk about vanity license plates. Oh, boy. A lot of talk uh, of the vanity license plates. So a list was uh, was published. It was the 500 rejected license plates that went through the Missouri DMV for people who wanted to get vanity plates. This story, by the way, and this list is going viral yeah, around the country. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, hey, guys, this is from Nicholas, uh, podcast weirdo here. I wanted to chime in on the personalized license plate discussion. When you are requesting personalized plates in the Missouri, there is a section where you are required to explain the meaning of your plate. Oh, didn't wow. know that. We hmm. thought there was a whole panel that was decoding it all. I imagine how honest you are in that section is a big factor into whether or not your plate is rejected. That makes sense. So it's the editorial. It's how good are you writing an essay? Yeah. <laughs> and he also writes... Uh, which, ma which makes a lot more sense as to why a lot of them do get through. I and saw one this morning, dude, that said bone doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how'd that get through? But I'm like, it was on, I, you know, I live off Kings Highway. Well, somebody, on that road. Who is somebody sent a picture over of a vanity plate that says humping. Yeah. <laughs> like, there it is. Just, how'd that get through? Humping. Humping. I am actually. Yeah. Humping. He's a camel guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm yeah. assuming the bone doctor is like an orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. But my first thought wouldn't be that. I only think I, I saw it in front of Barnes Jewish Hospital, so it made me think of it. Oh, but nice. I'm like... Anywhere else. Yeah. 
Uh, Nicholas also writes, when I was in high school in Illinois, one of my teachers, who was also a neighbor, had three daughters whose names all started with the letter K. Oh, no. No, no, no. Her oh, personalized Lord. license plate was KKK Mom. Oh, my God. You can't. You can't. One yeah, weekend, she went no into the city. No one stopped you? No one said, well, Ma, maybe this is a bad something. idea. I don't care how good your essay was on that one. Somebody should have <laughs> said no. Yeah, the- Someone should have been like, look, this makes sense. That Karen, that Kelsey, Karen, Kaylee, and Courtney. <laughs> but this is not going to be good for you at soccer practice. Well, well, he writes, one weekend she went into the city. Her car was heavily vandalized. when, <laughs> And then when the police officer showed up and pointed out to her, like, hey, this may be because of your license plate. Yeah. My band, uh, the 2SG, we thought, ah, you know, having a Spanish song would be really cool. So we had one that was, you know, what in Spanish, which is K. And we're KKK, and it's like, what did you say? And we thought it'd be really good. We didn't release that one. Didn't realize. It didn't work out so good. Yeah, you gave him a battle cry. That's worse. He says, I guess uh, Illinois is uh, much more relaxed when it comes to issuing personalized plates. You're right, man. That takes a lot of idiots to get that passed. Or or one go, "Eh, you know what? Oh, yeah. This person deserves Funny. what Let's they're... Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This dummy. Let's see what happens. Let's see how long it is till this is turned back in. Ooh. And I understand that some, some people's, you know, uh, naivete or not, not thinking it through, but, like, come on, somebody, a friend, a family member, somebody, speak up. Somebody say something. Stop, stop this from happening. Yeah. But also depends. I know it sounds even sillier, but maybe if this was in the 90s or something like that, the Klan wasn't very talked about, right, at around that time? Like, I didn't really hear anything yeah, about that. I don't stuff. think that's a good argument. I mean, maybe she's not hearing the words KKK over right, and over again. Write yeah, this I mean, down. Good for her. Write this one down. Hey, guys, podcast, we're here. I was listening to Tuesday's podcast when you guys were talking about rejected custom license plates. As somebody who has custom plates, I figured I'd pass along my little story. I have some plates that read L-K-D-R-B-T, which stands for Like the Robot. I guess he says his last name is similar to a certain robot from a cartoon. Like the robot. Anyway, I thought I was all smart for coming up with the, abbre- uh, with the abbreviation. When the plates finally came in, my neighbor immediately asked why I put licked her butt on my license plate. <laughs> and now that's all I see. That's what it says. When I read my plates. Yep. I'm looking at it. That's what it says. Yeah. <gasps> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but licked her butt like the robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sounds like mine slipped through the DMV sensors. Uh, this yeah, one. Probably, he had a good essay. Yeah, I was going to say, probably because he explained it and said, yeah, I see it now. Okay, like the robot. I guess this guy's going to get licked or butt, but he's going to regret it. <laughs> he's going to regret it. <laughs> Give this. me that green stamp, Cheryl. Doink. Approved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of license plates, this is from Justin uh, that should have been directed. Living in California, our neighbor was an insurance agent. And was proud as hell about his pride and and joy car, a Lotus. His vanity plates were B-Y-B-Y-C-H-P. Bye-bye, California Highway Patrol. (laughs) Let's see. The California Highway Patrol did not find this amusing. It led to so many nitpicking traffic tickets, he had to change the plates before his own insurance company dropped his policy. Hmm. Yeah, intimidating law enforcement. Or, That's good. You know, taunting. Yeah, taunting. Taunting law, law enforcement. enforcement. Brilliant. <laughs> cute. That's Real a cute. brilliant idea. Moron. They get an extra letter out there. Uh, this is from uh, Elena. We had a would you rather question last week. Okay. Uh, would you rather 
be sticky all the time or be itchy all the time? Ugh. Nightmare both ways. Yes. Sticky or itchy? There's a right answer. You asking me? Yeah. What would you rather? I think you could get used to being sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could get used to being itchy. And Moon and I were like, dude, I, I'm sticky all day. Sticky. Keep it sticky, baby. That's my <laughs> catchphrase. If if you are itchy all the time and you can't satiate that itch, that is a nightmare. Is well, it's not only personal torture, but who's going to want to be around you? You know, you see somebody sitting next to you in the subway or or, or, or walking past you at a mall, yeah. just doing this the whole time. You're yeah. like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, get away, get away. You know? True. Like you're, you're, you know what's wrong with you? Yeah, you're like a biblical leper, like you know, walking everywhere. Well, and and <sighs> Scott, being sticky ain't going to be awesome. No, I know. No, nobody For said intimacy. it would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you probably have to wear gloves, you yeah. know, if you're touching things. Yeah, yeah you could about deal. sticky also if you had to, you know, when you go have to use the restroom, the number two, and you try to grab toilet paper, anything. <laughs> well, that's why you got to wear gloves. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You okay. could deal. You could deal. Well, Liv was here, and, and Scott, mm -hmm. uh, you both said you'd rather be itchy. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, Elena writes, I uh, was listening to the episode where you were playing Would You Rather with Liv. I just wanted to say there is a right answer to this one. When I was pregnant, I got di diagnosed with cholestasis. Cholestasis? Cholest is cholestasis? Is that, have you heard of that? I guess so. In uh, Cuba, they say cholestasis. Ah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I got to experience what it was like to, uh, to feel constantly itchy and never being able to satisfy it. Absolute misery. Ugh. It started at the beginning of my third trimester. All day, every single day, I was itchy. Most of the itchiness happens on your palms and the bottom of your feet. Oh, it sounds so like, a, uh, what was that... Um Hand, foot, and mouth disease. So there's no rash, oh. no rash. So creams don't do anything. Ugh. I had to constantly go to the bathroom so I could itch my feet and belly without making everyone any more uncomfortable. I had bruises from scratching so hard. My coworkers felt bad, but they were so annoyed by my constant itching. I was averaging about two and a half, three hours of sleep per night for the last month and a half because I couldn't sleep. The only way I could fall asleep was to put ice packs on my hands and feet so they would basically go numb. But then I would wake up not long after. I don't know how many times I broke down crying because I felt like I was going crazy. So anyway, Scott and Liv are 100% wrong, and it's better to be sticky than itchy without a doubt. Love you guys. Yeah, I agree. She's never my. been a college guy where you just live sticky. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, just, I had athlete's foot once, and it was just like between my pinky toe yeah. and whatever your not, next toe is called. I don't know what it's called. But just having it in my boot... All, I was just going crazy all day, just like I feel like I want to jump out a window. Yeah. So, like, your whole body being itchy? Can't imagine. No way. Dude, well, you know, like, you know when, you're, uh, when your kids get sick and you just, you just, I mean, you just feel so helpless and so terrible, especially the, the more sick they are, you know, if they're really, or if they're really hurt or something like that. My son, when he was young, had hand, foot, and mouth, and it was still to this day one of the most traumatic experiences as far as a parent goes. And, and that's itchy? Dude, it was it's, it's sleep, so much yeah. itching and pain. He just it's just screaming. It's just torturous for him. And and I, I just remember holding him for hours and hours and hours. I think end. I remember that. Dude, yeah. it was so so hard to watch and so hard to experience and I can't imagine what he went through. I, I'm hoping that he was young enough to kind of like not forget remember. that. Mm -hmm. But it was it was the itching just incessant itching on your hands and your feet, and it was a rash, too, but, like, it was just... I, I remember watching that, and that's all I think of when you say, would you, you know, rather anything than, than a lifetime of hey. itching. All right, I'll be sticky. You stay sticky. 
Keep it sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good morning, fellas. This is from Albert. I, uh, first, I want to say I love the show. Three out of five stars. Uh, I passed the house this morning on my way to work, and they still have their Ouch. Christmas lights up. Christmas lights on their house lit up, and I was wondering how many days after Christmas is it too late to keep your outdoor Christmas lights hung up and turned on? Uh, you're late. It's late. <laughs> I would posit the argument that there is a day that you have to just keep them up all year. Like <laughs> there is a, I would say, you've crossed the event horizon. <laughs> yeah, I yes, and I think it's like if you get out of January and your lights are still up, now you just look like a buffoon for taking them down. Now you got to commit to the bit and be like, yeah, it's Christmas all year around here, baby. <laughs> you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Because you look like a fool. If it's Valentine's Day and you're out there taking down Christmas lights, get your life together, man. At that point, it looks lazy. Then it just looks like you're an idiot. But mm -hmm. if you leave them up, it just looks like you're a wild card. You're uh -huh. a rogue, you know? Uh-huh. That'd be my argument on that. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. I think we're pa I think you're past the point of not looking like an idiot, but you can still take them down and be like, you know what? I We traveled. Yeah. We went. To Europe for Christmas. It's January 18th. We just got back. My bad neighborhood. You go any further, man. Come on. Leave them up. Be man, bold. Man, you see Rafe down the street. It's February you know, 4th. He's still got his lights up. Yeah. Wild guy. Wild man. <laughs> He's just a wild guy. He's a wild guy, man. He just put out that inflatable Santa. <laughs> Liv, Liv tweeted us over some uh, some examples that she has or has seen in Maine for the vanity plates, one of which is her friends, none of which I can say on the radio. I mean, like really? Wow. That she tweeted it over. We just retweeted it, so go go look on the the Twitter with. Oh, I can't wait. The ones that Liv is talking about, because whoa, I can't believe. I mean, like, there's two of them that are. Oh come my! On, no man. way, <laughs> dude. First of all, th th there's there's stickers all over the car that says Milf Mobile. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that got through. That got through. Look at How the ones about that left. one. Oh. oh. How do you write? What's the essay on that one? That's the c word. Yeah. They literally uh, the C word. Yeah. And you cannot say these. <laughs> no, that's what I said. Come on, like, that's that, They're all incredible. That's F U. She says she knows the one. Oh, yeah, that one's got to be. That's no way that got through. Okay, okay. Well, that one is. But she says she knows the person that's rocking the. Uh... That's a good one. That's a good one. The number four F K S A K E. That's good. That's yeah, a good sake. one. Yeah, Yeah. I like we to think the person again. with the C one was like. I'm very proud of the county that I live in. <laughs> <laughs> and there aren't enough letters. I can only keep one vowel. I choose you. I yeah. choose you. Those are expensive. <laughs> I choose you. Man. Thank you, Liv. Thank you for your emails. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. You know, Rafe, I never asked, are you a, are you a hockey fan? Oh, yeah. We'll talk uh, blues hockey next with Chris Kerber. Let's do it. A couple, two, three minutes. Everybody, Chris, our blues insider. Hey, this is Marie Bamford, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Rafe Williams is here, and on the phone, our buddy Chris Kerber. Are you ready? For Chris Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis blues. Gentlemen, Chris Kerber. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How are you, sir? 
doing great. How are you today? You know, we were uh, talking earlier on the show that uh, St. Louis should be known as Sandwich City because we have a lot of great sandwiches. Yeah, we do. Like a lot of great sandwich places in this city. Uh, give me some of your favorites, Chris. You know what? It's funny you said that because I was picking up some toasted ravs from Parados on uh, on Sunday night to bring home for the family, and I drove up Manchester Road there in Rock Hill, mm-hmm. and on the right hand side is Amagetti's. And, uh, and I'm like, man, I got to get back in there because there, there used to be one down on the hill and then in Clayton. And, and there's sandwiches at, at, the, at the only remaining location, which is right there in, in uh, Rock Hill. <clears throat> their, their sandwiches still smell like they are still that good. So I think that's an underrated, right. um, almost forgotten about one. 100%. That was the one I said I was forgetting one. I remember it. It was Amagetti's. Yeah, Amagetti's. So what kind of sandwiches? Is it just like, you know, you got like a chicken parm. It doesn't matter. What, do we, what it's, are we getting? Gonna there? Be, it's going to be about the bread. There's a lot of yeah. Well, it, yeah, you know, it was that, and uh, it was a, sort of like the Italian club kind of kind mm. of sandwich was the, the the style that I'd always get. But that was one of those. I'm like, oh man, I got to go back in there. So, yep, that, that's a. Uh, I think I think that's a good one. Um, okay, so we were making a list of the best sandwich places. So like Legrand's in South City, uh, Joya's, of course, uh, right? Blue City, Mama's, Mom's Deli. Man, there's so many good places. Man, I want a sandwich. Gramophone. Gramophone. Got to give a shout-out to my late-night haunt. Yeah, somebody had had written a a whole thing on Reddit, uh, first time in St. Louis, and they had some some really glowing reviews about walking around the Central West End area. They they went to Caldi's for breakfast, walked around Forest Park, and this person who was from Minnesota said all she knew of St. Louis were the bad things, were the headlines she read you know, about being the murder capital and all the bad stuff. But her experience here was was so good. So we need to rebrand ourselves. Chris? Uh, we need, yeah, absolutely. But that would take leadership. And I'm not sure we have much of that. Well, so King Scott's uh, going to take the, gonna take the yeah, lead I'll on take this it. one. I got it, man. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. You know what? I'm voting for you. You merge the city and the county and fix it, will you? All right. I can do that <laughs> easily. <laughs> we just need a good PR campaign. You know the best yeah. bridge between a city and the county? What foot long sandwich? That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> ah, that's true. Well, you know what? Like to your point, Riz. Uh, uh, you know, even even when those when the riots were happening up up in Ferguson, you go back then and you were watching on the news and stuff, and they were showing some different things. And one, I'd never forget watching this. And one of the CNN people went, you know, said, "Well, you could see the march in the streets of Ferguson." And I looked up, and uh, and I'm like, "Dude, that's not Ferguson. That's Soulard." You know, like, yeah. and they didn't know. So there's. There is that, that reputation as, or, or you travel at that time and somebody would say something to you and say, oh, how is it? You're like, hey, guys, this was really just a, a small couple of blocks. Like it wasn't, you know, and, but, but you're right. There, there are so many more positives and things, but in today's news cycle, as you know, it's, it's the negative that leads. It's a negative that goes. So you have to, if you're a city, if you're a region, you, you've got to work through that and, uh, and put some effort into making sure that uh, that, that the narrative is, is different. Well, it's all about PR. We got to hire like a like a like a expensive PR firm. Yeah, to get really Just good out yes. there. Do a good campaign. St. Louis Sandwich City. We should just call it Riz Lewis. Riz, Riz Lewis is what we'll call it. I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, for 50K, we can get sandwichcity.com. It's for sale right now. 50K? Tell you what. That's what it says. 50,000? That's what it says. Oh, I was in hopes it was just like 50, 50 bucks. Like, <laughs> How they heard us talking this morning. And 50 bucks, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, 50 bucks, I'll, I'll You go, I'll tell you what. That. No, option one, you pay uh, like $2,000 a month. What about Sandwich City dot like... CA or like dot net dot org. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, buy, I'll buy that. 
We need a gov one, I think. Under, underscore not murderous. Yeah, sandwichcity.net is uh, nothing. Ah, nothing oh, we'll work on now. this. Now we'll work on it. Not murderous. Yeah, there you go. That's. Yeah, that, now, listen, in an ad campaign, you don't want to start with the negative. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's, all right, so uh, no speaking of killing or robbing or murder of any kind in our, our new Correct. St. Louis uh, Sandwich City ad campaign. Oh, look at this. I put in, welcome to Sandwich City, and it says, New York, welcome to Sandwich City. They've, don't New you have enough things? Their thing. Yes, get off of here. You can't have everything, New York. <laughs> I've been in New York three times last year. I didn't have a sandwich once while I was there. <laughs> Holy smokes. There, there's a place in Illinois. There's a city called Sandwich. There's one. Katz's Deli is the one yeah, place, the place. One place in New York. That's. Have you ever been to Katz's Deli, uh, Chris? I have not been over there yet. No. Oh, dude. Next time you guys are in New York, I I'm telling you, I know it's a tourist place. I know it's a place where they did the, you know, I'll have what she's having scene and Harry Met Sally. But yep. that is legit like a... It's yes, it's touristy, but it is well, worth it. We were just in Montreal, and and we we walk there just about every time. But Schwartz's Deli, which is a fa famous smoked meat like corned beef uh, meat sandwich place, is that underneath, just, is that underneath like uh, underground? No, 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 it, no. It's it's no, it's a, a normal store, and um, I mean, there's there's typically a line to get in there. The guys are great that they funnel you in, funnel you out. It's amazing. So we waited about twenty minutes in line. A group of five of us went in there. Yeah, and you know you get the the the, the smoked meat sandwich with a with a pickle and then some uh, some poutine and it was a spectacular. But that that is a famous uh, that, that's a famous one in Montreal. If you've been have never been up there, you got to go have a smoked meat sandwich at Sports. You know some of those places like it's touristy for a reason. Like yeah. Katz's have been around for like 150 years. Yeah, for a reason. They got a damn good sandwich. Yeah, well, touristy doesn't always mean bad. Right. Like, like, touristy means that a lot of people want to try it. Right, because they've heard good things. Right. And then, and then it's the old Yogi Berra. Nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's talk uh, hockey real quick. All right. Nice win for the Blues on Monday, 2-1. to one. They beat Ottawa. Uh, I love the fact that Jake Neighbors got into his first fight. Yeah, you know what, Jake Neighbors, if, if, I'm, I'm going to go back to a couple of games ago with Jake Neighbors. And the Blues lost the game, but he scored a goal. And he was one of the players that was uh, kind of up in front of the media. And this was, I think this might have been the Calgary game, but it, it was a game where, it, it was a game where, where, you know, like, like I would have expected some more veterans to be talking. But the way it works is when, when our media crew goes in there, they tell the PR staff two or three names, they put a number on the board, and those guys come out and talk, right? So they, mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to fill, you know, whatever gaps in their stories, you know, for a written purpose that, that they need to go. The days of, the days of most of the guys being in the room to talk to the media are gone, and we need to get back to it because I, I think it's an important part of accountability that held in there. And, and right now I think too many guys can hide and, and not have to answer questions. But having said that, Jake was one of the guys that came out. And Jake, Jake Neighbors, his answers to the questions were so good. And, guys, there's only been a, a, a few guys that when they're, when they're rookies, when they're first coming up, that at least from my perspective, when I've interviewed him, I thought this, and, I, and I'm going to go back to when I interviewed Barrett Jackman right after he first got called up. I did the interview in the equipment room with Barrett, and I went, that guy's not a rookie. I mean, I know he is in terms of games played, but is it the way he answered questions, his maturity level. And Jake Neighbors was the same way when we talked to him before his first NHL game in Denver. And uh, so I listened to him there. He he put so much pressure on himself to play the defensive side of the puck that it kind of broke down his offensive game. And then they sent him down to the minors. He got that back. But the fact that like 
I, I, he did an interview on one on one yesterday, and he was just he was talking about no, look, we, you know, we've got to get the like he was saying the kind of things that your ten and eleven year veterans say, and he's he's mature beyond his years. His game will come along. He's uh, he's already I think more responsible on 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 the defensive side of the puck than some guys that have been here four or five years. And and that's just going to continue to grow. But the fact that he got into his first fight, and it was a player, actually. He had played against a bunch of times in juniors. They'd never fought. But he said, uh, he said I'm really not a fan of that guy. Parker Kelly, he goes, I'm really not a fan of that guy. And uh, so that fight was coming, and uh, he, he did a great job with it. You guys, but I'll did tell you guys you see that? Up. It was good. It was mm-hmm. a good fight. Yeah, he, he stood up for his teammate. Like, he stood up because Achari got hit. And you want to you want to make yourself really well liked in that locker room, man. I'll tell you what, every single veteran took note of what he did in that game. You know, I didn't realize they weren't allowing uh, reporters in the locker room. I, I you know, I... no, they are. Oh, so okay, so they are. Yeah, they, yeah, they go they go into the locker room now. But, but, but it, I don't know when this started, but you know, it used to be guys would hang around, you know, in their, in their stalls for a few minutes, and then the media would bounce around and talk to different players. Mm-hmm. Now they say, well, who do you want to talk to? They put two or three names on the board. Right. But the the, the the junk and the crap you deal with now is. I mean, there's been some players that have gone in and wiped their name off the board, or sometimes it's one player wiping another guy's name. And, and, and it's stupid games, you know, where a, a lot of guys try to hide and, and not answer some questions at sometimes. And um, I just, I, I, I kind of like the old school way of doing it. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. You, you get you get the quotes from two or three guys, and let's face it, most post game quotes are just yeah, benign anyway, right? Yeah. You know, oh, if you're going to really get the dirt, it'll be like when we go into the room today at the mornings after the skate. And you talk to a guy one on one that you really get some of the the good information. Yeah, we're watching the neighbors fight that's here. A cla- I mean, he that's he a, had the eye of the tiger. That, well, that's a classic win. He breaks his uh, his his right arm free on the little grapple. He gets a nice little um, good, right right uppercut, uppercut, couple hooks, and then he gets a sweater over his head. I mean, pff, that's your classic. That, that's hockey a hockey fight. fight. Well, that's a hockey <laughs> yeah. win because he never had to defend. Yeah, he, the other guy never really, never really got a punch in. But and and Jake Neighbors, I mean, look at his eyes. That that's a guy that's locked in. Oh, I mean, he's throwing. I mean, he's turning <laughs> hips. He is throwing weight behind that. Yeah, I love that. All right, uh, Chris, some some injury updates. Uh, Tarasenko, any word? Well, we'll see. He's been skating with the team. We'll see if anything comes after today. I get the hunch that it, it's really kind of now on him. Uh, we talked to Craig Berube, and I, I didn't think that he's gonna. I didn't get the sense that he's imminent for for tomorrow. Um, you know, and, and when he was asked about, will we see him during his homestand, you know, we got the quote of, well, we'll see. So to me, that gets in the range where it almost sounds like it's really on the player to go to the coach and say, I'm ready to go. Right. And I've got clearance. And I don't know if he's had clearance from the doctors yet or not. Um, Marco Scandella has been skating with the team now for a little bit. That's good news. He's still got to be a month or so away. I think uh, you haven't really seen anything that says he's close to being ready. Scott Perunovich, maybe in the same thing. We've seen Logan Brown off and on a little bit. Ryan O'Reilly was a lower body, so I don't expect to see him on the ice really until I uh, get him back until after that um, that that break at the the first week, the first 10 days of February. So um, nothing really imminent. So it's up to these guys to continue to go and get it done if you're going to stay in the race. All right, well, tomorrow the Predators are in town, 7 p.m. start. And uh, they, listen, the Blues are in the mix. They're, well, they're, they're in the thick of it. They're going to have to put a run together of winning like about seven of eight or, you know, six of seven, but uh, they've got it in them. Just got to play smart and go get it. And and you just got to hope that at this point, injuries don't become too much to overcome. All right. Well, we will all be listening tomorrow at, uh, you know, seven o'clock. Chris's call pregame at six o'clock. Chris and Joey on our sister station, 101 ESPN. Chris, we love you, buddy. And, you know, we'll see you at the rink next Tuesday for Risho night.
Uh, I can't wait. You, you guys are awesome with that night. I mean, there's over 1,600 tickets sold for that one. So um, it'll be a great night, fellas. Have yourself a great week, and we'll see you at the rink next uh, week. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen, it Chris Carver. All right, quick break. Uh, King Scott is going to tell us some jokes after. Yikes. I'm ready. <laughs> ready to hit some rave. You're going to do great, man. I feel, I, I feel it in you today. You know, seeing, you know, previewing some of Scott's jokes, you got some real winners today. <laughs> yeah. Some real winners That's today. That CBS to Heaven one yesterday. CBS to Heaven was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> and you ta- I don't know if you can top that one. but uh, That is one of the best. Hey, this is Jim Florentine, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I mean, you're a grown man. Are you still doing birthdays? You know what I mean? That That's for kids. Birthdays are for kids. All right, great. So it's your birthday. I'll meet you at Chuck E. Cheese. We'll play some games and have some cake. Yay. Pressure's on, King Scott. Yeah. Feel it. Pressure's on. I respond better with a lot of pressure. Rafe, just stare at him. Yeah, we've time. seen. Just stare. I'm just stare at you like everyone in the front row of all my shows. Just, <laughs> yeah, arms crossed. Yeah. Wake up. Arms crossed. Me. Here, clearly in a fight with my wife. Make me uh, laugh, clown. Upset about the last election and staring at you. <laughs> Ready to take it out on you. Well, let's do it. King Scott, your headline goo. Some hotels now charge to use the mini fridge, and as long as they still offer free shower caps when I need an emergency, co- emergency condom, I'm cool. Yeah. Delivery a Under pressure, I work way better. Yeah. All right, so Missouri lawmakers will require women to cover their arms in a state house, which it's about time, respond in 1952. Okay. Uh, the Russian version of McDonald's is expanding into Kazakhstan, and they're introducing a new sandwich, the McGoat. Food additives in bacon and sausage may cause type 2 diabetes. In response, millions of Americans are like, totally worth it. Uh, it (laughs) Slow down, Scott. Oh, sorry. Slow down. Let them laugh. Let it breathe, Uh, baby. Slow down. I hear all the honking out there. Don't step on your laughs on the highway, buddy. We got all the time in the world. You hear all that honking. They're loving it. Uh, Colorado Library was shut down due to meth contamination. Of course, the easy joke here is that something that you'd expect in Arkansas, not Colorado, but that's not true. There aren't any libraries in Arkansas. Oh, nice. Turn, you turned that one. <laughs> that's called a surprise twist. That's good joke writing. <laughs> All right. Yay. <laughs> uh, regularly visiting green spaces is linked to lower use of prescription drugs, uh, drugs for depression and anxiety, especially in the if the green in those spaces is cannabis. Yeah, I missed that one. Madonna made out with Jack Black in a video announcing her new tour, and then Jack made the announcement of his own. He has a new cold sore. Topical. <laughs> and Vegas is one of the cities on that tour, so for one day, slot machines won't be the only thing uh, known in town for being loose. <laughs> Jeremy Renner returned home from the hospital, and his family greeted him with a surprise gift, a snow shovel. And finally, he went there. <laughs> he oh, had to. And finally, and finally, Channy Tatum's production company may remake Ghost, and it'll be better than the original because Patrick Swayze's even more perfect for the part. Oh, I tell you what, oh, Dead People is your alley. That one had some risk. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say that that one kind of made my heart. Skip yeah, that was, that's good. <laughs> wow, that's harsh. He ended well. Thank you. You did. You'll yeah, get him strong. That's All harsh. Right. You get him tomorrow. (laughs) 
Hopefully. I mean, that's always the hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always hope. (laughs) I will. I'll knock it out. All right, today's headline hoosh. There is Uno Show headline hoosh. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. I'm going to say this story, thank God it did not end tragically. Because this is a a bad story. It's a doozy? It's from the Hoosier state of Indiana. Okay. A 45-year-old guy named Shane Osborne was arrested on Saturday for a felony child neglect after he allowed a toddler to walk around an apartment complex with a loaded gun. Oh, Oh, I saw the video on this. Isn't that frightening? It was so scary, man. So a neighbor called the cops after seeing the kid on their surveillance camera <gasps> holding the gun and pulling the trigger. Look at this. He was pointing it at himself. Yeah, that's the picture. It was so scary. Yeah, oh, the kid was wearing it. I mean, the kid's only in a diaper. And it's Lisa's not winter. Uh, what'd you say? I said Elisa's not winter time, and he's yeah. outside in a diaper. The police showed up. Uh, dude, here's the crazy part. Live footage of the arrest was broadcast on a reality TV show called On Patrol Live. Oh, no way. Which follows cops on duty. Does that not sound Hoosier? Look, I'm on the TV. And they're here. Oh, no. That looks like my place. Man, that guy getting arrested was on television? Yep, on a reality Uh. TV show that follows cops. Wow. Uh, they also showed the surveillance footage of the kid with the gun. The man claimed he didn't know that his son had a gun, and he has trouble watching him at all times because, quote, he's quick. <laughs> he also claimed that he did not own a gun, but uh, that his cousin does, and the cousin had been there recently. Uh, police found the pistol in a desk. Uh, there were 15 rounds in the magazine. The chamber was empty, thankfully. Uh, yeah. Yes. Because the kid was, like, basically spinning it on his finger. Yeah, uh, look at the video. I mean, he's right, he's right ins- here. It was an insane video. He's pointing it up in the sky. He's pointing, pointing it over here. Oh, man. So I'm just, like you said, so nothing happy that happened. this didn't end differently. And yeah. he pulled the trigger. He showed it on there. And he pulled the trigger several times. So. so there you go. From the Hoosier State of Indiana, Shane Osborne, you are today's. And again, it could have ended in, in tragedy. Wow. Didn't. Shane Osborne, you are today's headline news. All right, one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. I want to thank Mr. Rafe Williams for hanging out for the past couple of days. Dude, love you. Love you guys, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Super fun. Um, all right, so one more time. You're doing a charity event on Saturday for a friend's family. Yes, Saturday. Friend's family. Their house burned down. It was a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, you know, they got nothing. It's burned to the foundations. We gotta, we gotta help them out. We gotta get them back on track. We're gonna do a live comedy show. I got several headliners myself: Tina Debal, Charlie Winfrey, Angela Smith, Teal Pierce, Ella Fritz. We got McKernan and Slowy misses somebody. Uh, great improv team gonna headline the night. Twenty-five dollar tickets. All the proceeds go to the family. Go to the improvshop.com. Buy tickets right now. I want to try to sell 100 tickets by the end of the day so I don't freak out that no one's going to come to this awesome. charity event for me. So well, please I'm do it. Throw out the eagle call. Eagle call! Heck yeah. Double eagle. Now it's, <laughs> Two eagle now calls. it's official. <laughs> uh, Moon Blogging Podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. We covered a lot. Crap on celebrities, a Riz lot. News, a lot of local stuff. Uh, you said that you love us. Well, we adore you. It's National Thesaurus Day. 
Uh, so Aww. check out 10 synonyms to make you sound smart or... Or like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> check it all out on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today, the podcast title is Welcome to Sandwich City. Sandwich yeah, City, baby. Sandwich City. <laughs> we may have talked about food just a little bit in the yeah, opening so today. Uh, check it out on all podcast directories. If you could, leave a rating and review. Of course, five stars. The three out of five stars is a joke. That's funny. We appreciate that. But no, we're the, looking for five. <laughs> please yeah. put that uh, on the uh, on the podcast uh, directories because it, it helps other people find the Rizzuto Show. And, you know, we're full of love here. Uh, don't forget to join Moon down at the Dome at America Center for the Monster Jam Pit Party at That's 1 right. o'clock on Sunday. Pit Party, I will be down oh, there. Saturday, um, sorry. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday. Um, we're, uh, that event is so fun all the time. It's perfect for families. It, if, 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 if you've never been to one of these events, you have to. Make sure you come and make sure you bring some... Uh, some earplugs because boy it gets loud it gets, it gets loud. rowdy it and it fun. gets fun but it is a really really wonderful family event my whole family is going to be there scott anything else um no rafe anything else i'm good all right we'll leave you with a selection from our team Riz member of the day brought to you by hotshot sports bar and grill proud sponsor of team Riz. visit hotshotsnet.com slash team Riz from smithton illinois caitlin jones is our team yeah, the Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.